coming to CuriosityStream. Go on an adventure, 66 million years in the making, with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, those in between and beyond. Welcome to the next edition of the Podwan Saga. As I forever always been your host, Malik, uh, the Jedi Smart, here to take you through another episode of the Clone Wars. Wait, you're not Char. <laughs> what gave it away? <laughs> Malik, uh, how are you doing today, Malik? I'm doing great, thank you. <laughs> as As everybody can notice, Malik is filling in for Char. He was not able to make it tonight. Uh, kind of ironic that we're talking about Boba when he's the biggest Boba stand. So, uh, if you uh, if you follow Char Char J, give him a hard time for missing this episode because you know it's his favorite character. We're going over season two, episode twenty through twenty two, uh, and we'll talk a little bit of Book of Boba at the yeah. end. There'll be stuff just, that we bring in as well. Just call me Char's much more handsome variant. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. But let's get into it, guys. He never was made it as Obi Wan's battle. You might make it as mine. Guys, we've got awesome guests for this episode. I'm very, very excited to bring on a member of the Pink Milk Podcast, M. Hi! How are you doing? I'm so good. How are oh, you? Oh, you know, I'm just peachy. <laughs> um, So I just want to say thank you for filling in. I really do appreciate you coming on. I love your guys' stuff that you guys do. Um, And thank I you. know you guys do a whole bunch, uh, especially with the um, uh, LB, uh, LGTB... I'm screwing this up. I'm LGBTQ sorry. plus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I, and I think that it's good that we're getting more representation out there because Star Wars is for everybody and it shouldn't be exclusive. So I appreciate you coming on. And oh, thank you so much for having me. It's great to share this space with you guys. No. Yeah, absolutely. And then we've got, Brendan from Cloud City Conversations. How's it going? How's it going, guys? How are you doing? Ready to talk some Boba? I'm doing pretty good, you know? Feeling some 
Boba Fett. I just watched all the episodes <laughs> today. Nice. Um, Book of Boba Fett's out. How could you have timed this so perfectly? I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. The funny part is, is that I, I completely forgot that it was going to be coming out until like maybe two months ago. And I was like, huh, this was good timing. But um, I like to ask this of guests uh, all the time. I like to ask this little question. Uh, how did you get into this little thing that we like to call Star Wars? And I'll start with M. Yeah. So when I was five or six ish, my babysitter had a VHS copy of uh, Return of the Jedi. And so she would put it on to like shut us up <laughs> and sit us in front of it. So I saw like the first 42 minutes of Return of the Jedi like. 16 times wow. <laughs> before my mom came and picked me up. That's awesome. <laughs> Best babysitter of the year, right? Yeah. Right? But when um, when my mom learned that I enjoyed it and that I thought it was interesting, she really encouraged me to engage more with Star Wars. And so she got me books and comics and I got to see all the movies and we went to see the prequels in the theater the first time they were released because I am old. So. <laughs> hey, hey, I I saw Phantom Menace when I was five, mm-hmm. and that was my first ever movie when like movie period as a kid. Oh, and my like I grew up with the prequels, and like Clone Wars in particular helped that era so so much. Truly, so like I those characters resonate for me and, and I'm, I like the original trilogy, but like the prequel trilogy is what I grew up with. So that's kind of my favorite. So that's yeah. awesome. I love that. No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brendan, same question, my guy. So this is, I ask this question to every single one of my guests that comes on. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, this is people who listen to my podcast will know my story very well, but, um, Basically, it all kind of started when I was four, and my uncle had come over from Pennsylvania and was watching Tap and Clones with my dad in the living room. And it's kind of just like, whoa, what is that? Because it's a Geonosis <laughs> fight scene, and four-year-old me is just looking at the TV like, oh my god, what is this? That is how and it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's always stuck with me since then, and now I host a podcast interviewing cool Star Wars people. You know, oh yeah, that's, that's where the road is led. dude. There's nothing better than having Star Wars content or start being a Star Wars creator. Um, but like, it's it's so awesome to just have like this big community of people that are like minded. Because like me as a kid, a lot of my friends that I I see in person aren't big Star Wars fans. So I don't like when something new comes out. Like I'm so glad that I have this community to just be like, oh my uh, god, did everybody definitely. see this? What did you think yeah. of this? Did you catch this? <laughs> That? Right. Oh, I I love that aspect of, of the community. So, the, like, no, go ahead, Mike. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was about to say, if it wasn't for this community, I'd be going mad because I would have no one to talk about all these Star Wars books with. Yeah. High Republic. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit of that later. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really excited about Fallen Star. It might just be my favorite mm. book of all time. It might. It might literally crush me on my birthday. That's how this is gonna work. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, uh, yeah, I know it's gonna be bad. But, um, guys, let's get into the episode. Uh, so we're gonna be going over 
the Boba Fett arc of the Clone Wars, which is season two, episodes 21, 22, and 20, uh, no, 20, 20, 21, 22. Um, and this is actually the end of season two. So we're wrapping up the year and we're wrapping up the season. So, uh, let's get into it. This is where I, 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 would, I would like to ask, like, w- yeah. like was it was everyone else here? Were they watching Clone Wars live as it premiered? Oh, absolutely. So, like, what was your reaction when they dropped that first trailer and you see young Boba and he's like, kick it ass? I might have been too young to see trailers come out, but I did watch mm. them. Yeah, um, I, got, I, yeah, I, I just remember there being previous something and like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was a. Would I be freshman in high school at that point? I think I might have. I'm been. so young. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like 2000. Wait, hold on, I'll be able to tell you the year. 2010. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school when uh, this episode came out. Um, so I remember watching trailers and being like, oh, that's cool. But I was kind of like at that point to where Star Wars wasn't a as big of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we all have our like when you're a high school, you're like, oh, I'm over that stage. But like a little bit of me was like, no, nah, I'm never gonna be over this. This is just something that stuck with me. But no, like that's a the the tra- I remember like the little bit of the trailer, like seeing Boba, and I was like, huh, that's an interesting take because you don't really see any of like the bounty hunters a ton in the Clone Wars except for um. Well, we had the Bounty Hunter episode in season mm-hmm. two. Yeah. And then we, I guess we do see a whole lot of Bounty Hunters throughout. But it's like, <laughs> it's more or less, it's more or less just like the Clone Wars aspect. But, um, so usually Char, Char Char J, go follow him on TikTok. Uh, he <coughs> usually does the plot summary. Um, Malik, do you want to do the plot summary? All right. Uh, I guess I got the water for this. All right. Um, uh, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, all right. Let's see if I can do my Tom Kane here. Calm before the storm. A rare and welcome <laughs> respite from endless battle awaits Jedi Knights, Anakin Skywalker, and Mace Windu as they travel through deep space aboard the Jedi cruiser Endurance. Preparing to rendezvous with Republic of Frigates. <laughs> Messed that up. The Jedi <laughs> remain unaware of a deadly peril lying hidden in their midst. That was good. Gotta do See, that two more times, uh, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I mean, if you're not up to it, we might have to flip flop, but that's no, okay. Be- <laughs> uh, so the first episode in this arc is called Death Trap. Um, so like the first shots of this episode are of cadets, clone yeah. cadets, and uh, so they all have obviously. I think it's hilarious that they all have different like haircuts. <laughs> some of them <laughs> yeah. are like bald. Some of them have like a like like the uh, um, the fade. And then it gets, goes down the line, and we see a long-haired uh, clone. I will and... also say, guys, like, feel free to like cut. If you have something to say, feel free to like yeah. cut us off at With all. With angry yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Has yeah. The angriest eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. He so, and we see uh, Boba Fett. Um, this is our first. No, this is our second canon sighting of Boba Fett mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Throughout the entire mm-hmm. canon trail. Uh, canonical of star wars um i thought this was a really interesting take because even in legends i don't think we had a really big grasp on what boba fett was doing in in legends right you mean like around this time era yeah around this time era Mm. so Mm. to kind of see him like actually wanting like because i i really want i'm not a big legends person from what i remember but like I never 
canon wise, we never really got anything up until the Clone Wars about what Boba Fett was doing during that time period. Right. If I'm not mistaken, you guys can correct me if I'm no, wrong. I believe no you're correct. I mean, I, I don't know if I read very extensively through Legends, like books and properties that would have featured Boba Fett because I was always more of like I was always reading all the Sith Lord stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're the old republic. So you're the old republic then. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like bounty hunters <clears throat> were not really my thing back then. But yeah, so like I wouldn't if he did appear, I wouldn't have really gravitated to his material. The cl- I, I did like Tales from Jabba's Palace, which described his escape from the Sarlacc. Ooh. I think Malik. the closest I have in Legends to that era is probably it's again it's the closest I have to the era, but uh, I have the um the Han Solo Legends trilogy. I know he has like a role in that. As you see him, it's, it's before A New Hope, and you like <laughs> see him like uh, interacting with Han. But like that's like the most I have on like mm. Boba's early Legends like career. No, right. yeah, yeah. So seeing Boba and like. He take goes under the nickname Lucky, which I don't know if that's like a a hint or a nod to something, but he sure does get lucky a lot in this damn episode, in particular. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they are on a voyage to the star uh, star star destroyer Endurance, uh, who is who Anakin and both Anakin and Mace Windu are both on, yeah. uh, hence why Boba is going there. Uh, and like the interactions with these clones, can we just it's, talk about that for a little it's bit? A, it's a little uncomfortable because it's like, oh, like it's like school, they're training for war, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, like they go down the hall in one of them, and he goes, Oh, uh, what, what, uh, he's talking about like the starting engines, and these kids are getting these, and I'm like, like, they don't just only have to learn about the ships they have to learn everything uh tactically so yeah. like to think about it like Django fett like he's they're cut they're they're copies of him and to think that Django fett had all of that knowledge just is insane hence why he was one of the greatest bounty hunters in the entire galaxy yeah but yeah, so, like looks like you want yeah something you want to say there brendan looks like you might know if you uh, yeah, i think it's also <laughs> weird to think like the, like just in general about clones like almost all the clones we see like the adult clones are still like 10 years old like those cadets are all five-year-olds pretty much yeah i was thinking the same thing when we saw all of them i was like i was like oh like what what's with the age like how did the aging go with this mm-hmm. you know it's it's weird to see because yeah it's like okay clones so you produce an army of clones and then i guess you just produce more that are slightly younger like <laughs> like what what was the logic here in having child clones like wouldn't you just want to age them all the way to childhood but i guess if you wanted to teach them a bunch of stuff that's brain plasticity is you can use that tactically i guess i would, that does I, I really hope they go into for uh, for the upcoming Padme novel, like you know, because I, I understand she was actually trying to like pass like a couple bills for like clone rights and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like, I really hope they like go into like you know like how does this? What are the thoughts on this? Like in this process, like yeah, they're like these are kit and like it's it's just so weird because they're like, isn't it cool to see a lightsaber? You're gonna train to probably die for our cause, but like it's it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, to see children walking around a star star destroyer and being like, huh. We're gonna look like them in like probably ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like 
I get that. Yeah, well, and I thought that they they kind of touched upon it in Bad Batch a little bit. Um, when they go in the penultimate episode, like Omega's, like I saw you guys, like grow up. So you kind of have like a a little bit of a sense of it, but they don't go a deep dive. And I think mm-hmm. we might see that in uh, I think Queen's Hope. I think that's in or Queen's Shadow. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Queen, we'll no, that. Queen, Queen's Hope. I think uh, is yeah, it's the hope. third one. It's Hope. Yep, it's yeah. Queen's Hope. Uh, well, I think we'll see that. Um, and then we'll I think in Bad Batch we'll learn a lot. Uh, Bad Batch season two we'll learn a lot more about like the cloning process because they do have Lama Sue, Lama Sue or Lama Say. I can I always mess them up. It's Lama Sue and Nala Say. Yes. Yes. So like I think we're gonna get a lot more a lot more answers to that question of like how they were able to do that. Um. So like all of these guys are all these kids are like giving Boba a hard time. They're like, "Who are you? Like, what what regiment are you from?" He's like, "I broke my arm." And and one of the kids goes. If you were a real soldier, you would have. Uh, they could uh, still fight. And I was like, "Do th- these people don't understand how badass this guy's going to be in about thirty years?" If you like, only knew. Yeah, if really? only you knew. He's a man that survives a sarlacc pit. Okay, yep. not a lot of people can do that. Obviously, <laughs> um, but uh, so they make their way through the uh, through the the cruiser. And Anakin and uh, Mace uh, show up, and th- we get a nice little shot of of Boba's face, and this is the first time he's actually seeing Mace since Episode Two. Um, so obviously, and and obviously, we're gonna reference Book of Boba like he's had flashbacks. So like even then, being so fresh in his mind and knowing that he's had these flashbacks. Even in the book of Boba Fett, I can't imagine like how much hatred he really had in that moment for Mace. Um, and I think it's funny because it's like Anakin shows up and he's like being all energetic, and Mace doesn't really say much. And then they get a they, uh, they, the commander comes <laughs> An- in. And Anakin, goes, Anakin's yeah. that guy. like, I can't hear you. Come on, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I the can't wheel- hear you. <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round. Like, come on, guys, let's let's all together. But like, but I mean, it, we all know Anakin loves loves children. It's it's true. a wide known fact. No, he loves children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Not Absolutely. just the men, but the, but the women. women. <laughs> women. Yeah, children. Children. Oh man, gosh. Yeah. I, oh, that's rough. That's we'll get to that <laughs> again later. That. That's rough. Um, but then he's like, uh, so they get called back, and he goes, uh, maybe another time. And he really was disappointed. Like, Mace. Talks to him and goes, "Wow, you're more disappointed than than the the cadets were." And he's like, "Well, it means a lot to them," and that was nice to hear because it's like Anakin's like he knows how important it is to like kind of guide the youth, especially when he has Ahsoka around. I think yeah. that's a one thing that that really Ahsoka um taught him. Uh, so from there they go to the the cadets go say, to Mace calls him out and says you just want to show off though. Yes. <laughs> yes. He goes whenever I show off it's always constructive, like it's it's always learning. <laughs> so um so when we go to the uh, the cadets are now doing the target practice. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. 
Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Um, and this is very, very telling, um, uh, especially when... <laughs> When I think it's I can't remember the cadet's kit cadet's name, but I know there's whip there's whiplash. Yes, um, there's the one I can't remember the one who's like actually like a good kid. Yes, Uh, uh, Wikipedia, here I come. Yeah, (laughs) Wikipedia to the rescue. No, yeah, absolutely. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But like, so two of them go up they miss the targets and the guy who's shooting the like the um the dummy it's like a, it's like it's like droid parts or something something like that yeah yeah he's like um he's like uh, i can't remember but he, he i think he's the same pilot from the last episode the Zillow beast mm. episode because he has the godzilla from what remember Malik? Malik likes to call out the three interesting facts. He yeah. gets them all the time. So <laughs> he he called the Godzilla reference. So I think that might be the same guy, or they just got really lazy and they just didn't want to make that. Um, so he those two miss, they get kind of like scolded, and then Boba gets up. And I, and he's like, So this is uh all right, Lucky, let's see what you can do. And he nails the first one. And the gunner goes, now I understand why they call you lucky. Now let's try three of them. And he nails all three of them. Mm-hmm. And there's no no red lights going off on anybody's. No, not a thing. Like, this kid, this kid's great. Like, yeah. he's exceptional. Like, there's nothing wrong with this kid. <laughs> and then. Keep an eye on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, Admiral Killian's like, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. And also, I want to like, know real quick. Yeah. Why? Why does Killian have a Scottish accent? Like, what yeah. planet? What planet do all humans have Scottish accents? I want to know this. This is true because we've got British accents, we've got mm-hmm. uh, American English uh, accents as well. That is a good point because I think he's like. There's not a ton of like Scottish. Um... So off the top of my head, I can think of actually. No, yeah, but I do have those names as well. No, yeah, he's he's like Admiral Killian is by far a the definition of a great captain because he, that he is to the book. He gives a, I don't I don't know what it is. He gave off major imperial vibes. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, he, a little bit. Yeah, he feels like a proper imperial officer that they I'd be fighting sometime in the OG trilogy era. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then he also is. So, I mean, he's more of like a, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I, I think there's good parts of Killian, though, because you can see it throughout the, the entire arc mm-hmm. that um, he is very useful and he's, he's 
gonna do something if he's gonna do something he's gonna do it he's not gonna stray away from it um but what was everybody's thoughts on the on the uh shooting course part in particular i think it's a fun part yeah it's it's like i mean it's obvious that boba's exceptional right like this is what this is what it's pointing to in the story it's like this is the message that we're supposed to get and but i think it's important to send that message because um it's important to the story because it's it's sort of softens us on the idea that he thinks he can take on a jedi you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like normal, like like if you were to sit me down and tell me, like I have a story about a child that tries to assassinate a Jedi, I'd be like, <laughs> "How does he not get swatted like a mosquito in like the first five <laughs> seconds?" <laughs> you know? So it's like this is an important story because it's like, okay, I get it. Okay, like he he has confidence and he has natural ability. Oh yeah, you know, Absolutely. and like those two things, you know, he's obviously very capable, and so now there's actual stakes no yeah absolutely there are there there absolutely are stakes yeah and and you learn pretty quickly that boba he is confident but he's also still he also still is like he's he's not quite sure what he wants to do yeah he's just at that point in his life where he's got a goal and that goal is to kill mace windu yeah. But like that's the only goal. Like anything else, he really doesn't know what He's to do. Very single minded, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the cadets let's say, let's, let's say, Brendan, you got thoughts on the flight on the uh the targeting sequence? Uh, not on the targeting sequence, but I wanna I wanna talk about something real quick. The music in this episode is phenomenal. Every like the, the Boba Fett score on this, mm-hmm. I wanna hear it in Book of Boba Fett so bad. Like I know everyone's <laughs> gushing over Boba Fett's music in the book of Boba Fett right now. And also in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> but his music in the Clone Wars, I don't know. It's for me, I think it's better. Really? I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot more emotion behind uh the music in this, but it also makes sense because of Boba's more emotional and like you guys were saying, single minded on revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think this I think the music in this episode is much better than anything Book of Boba Fett so far. That, that's interesting. Take. Maybe it's a hot take. To, it, to it, might, fair, it might be. To be fair, this is like, what, end of season two. We just started the, the Book of Boba, but we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you can always change. Yeah, yeah. It's always, it, yeah. That's how things usually are in Star Wars. Everything's changing. Uh, so, resuming their tour of the ship, Boba. Uh, Gets the ability of walking, get, being able to get out of like everybody else is distracted, and he's willing to he he's able to get away. He contacts Aura Singh, which, by the way, if you get footed with one person, ah, I don't think I want it to be Aura Singh. <laughs> she scares me. Oh, God. She's yeah. ah, she's dangerous, I, and throughout this you- entire arc, it's. Uh, I'll tell you what, she did not scare younger Malik. <laughs> younger Malik was like, whoa. <laughs> nice. Oh Malik's my like, God. I know wow. what I want in a woman. It's Aura Singh. That's what I want. Oh, you and Hondo Malik. have something in common, I guess. Dude, but... that, that, yeah. that's, a, that's a huge compliment to me. You have no idea how much that like means to me. I love Hondo so much. Oh, Hondo. Then we got something in common. Nice. Dude, I, Hondo, Hondo's great. Um, so he contacts, I, I, 
No, yeah, go ahead, Malik. I, was, I wish you could see me when I went to Galaxy's Edge because I didn't. I forgot Hondo is on Smuggler's Run. So like when I walk up to like the room where like you're about to get in the cockpit and I see Hondo on the monitor, I like, oh my god, it's Hondo! And like everyone's there, just, like <laughs> just looking at me. I'm like, All right. Oh my god. <laughs> I I will say one thing about Malik, and you'll learn this throughout the episode. If there's funny parts, Malik's laugh is the most infectious thing ever so just be ready to just cry it's a blessing and a curse no it's not a curse it's it's oh no it's a curse no it's not (laughs) not it's not malik stop telling yourself that um so orasing ends up giving boba directions to like schematics of the ship which by the way how the hell does that work like is it just public knowledge well she's an infiltrator isn't she like, isn't that one of her skills? Like, yeah, she is she's... known kind of for stealth, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. But I was like, it's like our, it's like the military. It's not like we can go in and hack everything. But then yet again, some of these things are common knowledge. So it just might be one of those cases where it's common knowledge of a schematic of a Venator. Well, I, like, I, don't know. I mean, it could be, hmm. yeah, well, I mean, because they may, if they're mass manufactured, if you have the schematics for one, you have the schematics for all of them, right? This is if that's true. just like a security breach that they have, like, um, you know, I mean, maybe she bribed somebody at CEC yeah. or something. Like, I was saying, am, I re- <laughs> am, I re- am I remembering this wrong? Doesn't she say, like, she, like, tortured someone for it? I may be remembering this wrong because I didn't get to watch the episode fully because I got pulled in this last minute. But, oh, like, yeah. does she like does she have a line? She's all like, I got it the hard way or something like that. I think she does say something <laughs> like that. All right, well, there you go. I, I think that's, that's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I might be remembering it or wrong. Or saying in I'm her asking. wicked ways. Dude, it, I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. After everything yeah, that happens in this, in this arc, it really doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, but, Brendan, uh, what, yeah. you, you got anything oh, to I, add I, on I was, the Oris thing thing? I, I had some thoughts. Um, I'm thinking maybe Boba got it from... Uh, hmm. Maybe since he's been on Camino the whole time, or like grow he grew up on Camino, so he's been around these vendors probably his entire life. These aren't no wait, are, these aren't built on Camino, are they? No. No, they're built on Corellia, I believe. Yeah. I that's a brain fart. Wow. Where everything where everything <laughs> is. I mean that's where that's where the Imperial Navy is is mm-hmm. uh um built as well. Um Excuse so I play Empire War, I should know this. No, but like <laughs> I think it's I was just like thrown off. I was like, okay, so everybody has everything and then after hearing M say, well, she could have just taken, just gotten it from somebody else. I'm like, okay, yes, this is Star Wars. Nothing's impossible. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, somehow. Oh, somehow. Okay. So um, according to Wikipedia, the manufacturer of the Venator class Star Destroyers are the Kuat Drive Yards. Ah, Kuat. What planet are they? Is that just the Kuat system then? Yep. I would okay. I don't I recognize know that name. I play yeah. Empire at War. You can only build like flat, like uh, capital ships on certain planets in Empire at War. Oh, well, in the mod okay. I play. Oh, okay. I play the. Nice. If you guys love, if you guys are big fans of uh, strategy games, I recommend Empire at War. Get it on Steam. Get the Rise of Palpatine mod. It's my favorite mod. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. We're, we're learning a lot. We're learning a lot. Um, nice. so Boba gets the location of Mace's quarters. Um, he ends up running into two clone troopers and they heckle him. I'm like, gosh, he gets heckled again. It's like people, 
Stop underestimating this kid. Stop it. <laughs> he almost, he, Stop he it almost right craps. He almost craps the bricks. Like we know yes. who you are. He's like, you're lost. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. Uh, Mace Windu's quarters or General Windu's quarters? And they're like, they're down back that way, shiny. And I was like, wait. So it's not just clone troopers that are. <laughs> That are uh, that are actual full-grown stormtroopers. It's just anybody that's new is a shiny. So that's interesting. I always mm-hmm. I always put it with the new new recruit, not new recruits, but the new official st- uh, clone troopers. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. I didn't know that they that all the old guys called them shinies, uh, just for being new. Um, Can I also say how, how bad is that like cadet troop leader that he doesn't notice that Boba's gone all this time? <laughs> I know. Like, are they doing head counts? Yeah, he's going like, wait a second. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Dude. And it's like it truly Boba couldn't have picked a better name in Lucky because like I said, he gets lucky this entire entire episode. Um so he ends up making it to Mace's quarters. Uh he sets up the um bomb so that it triggers when he walks to the door. He leaves, he gets back with the group, and he immediately gets asked a question. And without fail, he answers the damn question. And it's like, dude, what Ooh. the hell? <laughs> and, <It's> smart. <laughs> I, he is. And he is double the age if I've ever seen one of those cadets. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like all the cadets are just like, all right. And they just keep on walking. Nothing's happened. And then so then we get a shot of Mace going into his quarters. And a trooper tells him that he needs to go back to the bridge. And he's like, I will in a second. And this clone troop, this poor clone trooper, just is so adamant. Just I'm so just, adamant. I'm sorry. It's just so funny. Because <laughs> basically, like, no, well, yeah, all right. Oh, I'm going to walk in. Well, I got to do this. It's just like, yeah. dude, it's almost comical. It's like, his it foot's is. like right there. And it's like, so sorry. He's, a, he's requesting he needs you now. All right, yeah. fine. Put it in my quarters and boom. <laughs> yeah, it just blows up. And this is, this is Mace's thoughts. Oh, shit. Like, good thing I didn't step in there. That well, that's not me. supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And I put in the notes, I was like, the force works in mysterious ways. Like, I, like, just like the force is just like, hey, clone trooper, like, we're going to make this happen. You're going to walk in there so that the Jedi doesn't die. We have a purpose for him still. <laughs> um, but like, and then so once the bomb goes off, everything just goes to hell in the mm-hmm. ship. Um, they go to lockdown. Uh, they Boba that he gets away from the group again, and uh, <laughs> like they're just it's like head count people turn around, like it's I, a I school also, trip. I also asked another thing about that clone cadet leader. Why in the force did he choose that haircut? Why? <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the haircut because it's really? it's not good looking. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, goodness. Leave my boy uh, Crasher alone. Yeah. <laughs> he, he chose like, the Michael Scott haircut. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, so they... Uh, so Mace, obviously, he commands that they put the whole ship on lockdown and try to find the um, trigger man 
uh, the assassin among them. Uh, Chaco just Chaco just timed it. Not everybody can be Hauser. I mean, Ooh, you're not. They sure I mean, can't. I mean, you, I mean, you're not wrong. Hauser is a good-looking man. I cannot lie. Truly, yes. he's, he's just got everything going on Axe. for him. He just does. Um, so <laughs> Boba with the group. Um, obviously, he he finds out that. Uh, no, he doesn't find out Mace is still alive. He goes to the to, to the reactor room first. Aura tells him to go to the reactor room and to obviously blow up the reactor. Um, so he goes in there. He <laughs> sneaks in. Uh, a clone trooper is like, hey, what are you doing in here? He kind of plays off like, oh, I'm lost again. But then the trooper's like, okay, I'll get you to where you're supposed to be going. And Boba, like, is like he 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 beats the he he takes the gun from yeah. the clone trooper. Yep. And he like has this moment where he's like, I can't kill. Like he 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 says later on in the episode that he that they're not brother. He's not brothers yep. with anybody. That's right. But this moment contradicts that so much because if he didn't have any feeling about these clones, he wouldn't have stunned them. He would have straight up shot shot them thoughts yeah. on that so i i think i definitely think it's more boba trying to force that onto himself i think he really does care a lot it's you see it again in this episode later when he's leaving the cadets mm-hmm. he's he's showing a lot of remorse while he's doing that yeah. and i think he's just he's like one of those kids who's trying to be cold but really isn't cold mm. you know that's what I think. Um, I also, <clears throat> I think that his youth also, like, I think that when you're younger, it's harder to commit to things. It's harder to, like, like if you're, if you're committing to, like, killing somebody, you know, like, he might just not feel ready for that either. Like, it might be a sign of his youth and immaturity. See, oh, yeah. You know, he's, I like, always... he's not ready to do something that can't be undone. Mm-hmm. And take the consequences. I always felt it's more so like for me, it's like he's looking to the eyes of his father. Like he Ooh, like he's that's just exactly. he's looking to the eyes and in yes. line of that, like that this is this is his father's legacy. Like he just watched not too long ago, he watched his father get decapitated. Could you then shoot your father's voice and voice and face like face. point blank? Yeah. Like that, for me, like that oh, was the that moment is- why he couldn't pull the trigger, and that's why it's like he true. like yeah, I feel like we need we need to talk mm. about that more. Like when we talk about clones, about like what it means to live mm. communally with all of these people that are like a mirror image of you, you know? Yeah, and how that affects you, like emotionally, to just be surrounded by these beings that have their own thoughts and feelings and their own experiences and are going to develop along a different path than you might or might have a different temperament, and yet they look just like you like that must be such a mind fuck that and like grieving would be like grieving would be like almost like like nearly impossible to like process because like like uh, someone brought up rex loses like all these brothers but he can't like he has to still look at all their faces and he's and he's it's a constant reminder like it's it's a very like uniquely dark situation 
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Oh yeah, and I mean it's almost like looking at yourself. Yeah, like he 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 loses a part of his of himself because it, it they look like him, they talk like him, they might not ne- not necessarily have the same personality, which is great because yeah. I think that's what the Clone Wars does very very well is bring in personalities and giving these clones different personalities because they are they're they're not all the same. No. They might not look the same, but they aren't. Well, I mean, um, that's the other cool thing is that even though like their structure, their facial structure is all is the same, mm-hmm. they all get different haircuts, they get yep. tattoos, they paint their mm-hmm. armor, you know, they all try to each one tries to distinguish themselves. Yeah, and like turn themselves into an individual rather than just becoming part of this faceless collective, which I think is very humanizing. Like I said on Pink Milk, it's like it's almost like the writers are making an argument for the existence of a soul. You know, it's like mm-hmm. every being has this unique essence that is like singular to that, to that being, to that entity. And even though on the outside, they all look exactly identical, they strive to distinguish themselves and differentiate themselves from each other and, and, ex- and express their uniqueness. No, yeah, absolutely. Like you hit the nail on the head with it, yeah. and and that's just great. I I'd... I do I do like to because um to, to fast forward a little bit, like several years in the sequel era, uh, in one of my favorite books, Phasma, we get like a more in depth look at how like first order troopers are treated. Mm-hmm. It's not like they stomp out any individuality like fast, like no yeah. customizations, no like not even like to speak up. Like there's a moment when a trooper like actually answers a question and like idle conversation, they go like, no. And I was curious, like, is that like them learning their lessons from the clones and how like, you know, some of them got like, I remember like the, the cameo and say that like, they are actually really annoyed at the Jedi. Cause they're having like a weird effect on the clones, like they're being more independent and more like individuals. Mm-hmm. And the, and I wonder if like the first order looks at that and goes, yeah, no, not having that problem. So they're like, of course they fail anyway, mm-hmm. but still it's like, Oh yeah. Like no individuality whatsoever. Yeah. Well, cause they learned because their work, as we saw, there were our clones that are able to fight their chip. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they would come to the conclusion that, you know, being an individual, helps you to resist that programming and so yep. if you want someone to be completely submissive to your will you have to stamp out their individuality and crush their spirit oh there were clones that, sure. there were clones that just didn't obey it and had the chip still in oh uh, well what am i missing we don't we don't have we haven't we don't see that their chip mm. is damaged or removed okay. and yeah, they, like but not all of them comply and not all of them comply 
without struggle. Yes. So we got again. Yes. There's there's grain styles from Kane and the Last Padawan, who after they after they do their um uh their the Order sixty six, they ask ask why did we do this? Like hold up, why yeah. did, like why was this a thing? And they like ask questions hard, and they actually turn on the Empire. Uh, there's Rex who like was able to fight it for that little bit and got yeah. out that fine fives, which led yeah. to him being able to get his chip removed and then finding yeah. out uh the biggest again the biggest example fives you know and top you yeah. know like they, like their chips were. And it's again the, the clones became like their own persons, and again those chips got just became like much more of a. It was it's it's it, it's just it was so fascinating to see uh, the bad batch as well, that, probably yep, the most, most individualistic clones, and yeah. like their yeah. chips like didn't affect them at all. Yep. You know, it's, it's that's true. I was yeah. thinking more of like like basically what happened to the bad batch were like normal. I thought you guys were like describing like clones like hey, what are you guys what are you guys doing? No, <laughs> no, no. I would have been cool to see that. We didn't see that. No, so yeah, that, like, would an issue. Like, that would have been interesting. If it was like if Rex couldn't fight it off for he fought it off a little bit, but if he, he didn't, eventually fell to it, like mm, what yeah. uh, what clone was so individualistic that it, they fought it off? Well, well, think about this. Um, uh, who's the one that we saw in season? No, it's, it's season two. It's uh, uh, oh, Cut Laquane. Cut. Think about Cut. Does Cut like, have a chip yeah. still? See, that's an interesting thing. I bet Rex went to go take it out when he went because Rex was there. He that was, makes yeah. sense, yeah. but like he's been so, it? but he's been so far removed. Mm-hmm. He he was in the very first. I, I from what I remember, Cut was in the first Battle of Geonosis, mm-hmm. and then after a little bit after that, he 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 went MIA. Yeah. yeah. So who knows where where his chip is? That's How are the chips co- activated? Do we know for sure? I, I think you have to I think you have to see or get the message from Palpatine for it to activate. Okay. Because it all came through their comms. Mm, yes. This so is it true. all came through their comms. And <laughs> I, Cut obviously wasn't, wasn't yeah. enlisted no, at that point. He so he wouldn't have gotten the, the message. Um but like that's an interesting thing to think about. Cause like, if you think of like, that's a Matt Martin, Pablo Hidalgo question yeah. right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> like really? tweets him like, Hey, <laughs> get on the show and answer our questions. <laughs> Can you imagine if the Jedi were to implement like an, uh, an order system like that? It was like, all right, we're going to have these orders for our clones or like formations and stuff. And like, oh, here's there, order were, 66. <laughs> there were, there were, <laughs> the, goes, there were, shit, shit, shit. There yeah. were actually a bunch of different orders that, yeah. like, there was actually one where all the clones turn on whoever is in the Chancellor's office. Mm-hmm. And the one that that was in Legends that I really want to bring back, because I think it was really cool, uh, there was one that Palpatine put in, I think, it's, I think it was Order 67, whereas every clone would then turn on Anakin Skywalker. And if Anakin, like, ever became, like, too much of a problem for Palpatine... It was wow. it was addressed in Bro. Legends, I believe, but like Bro. every clone would then hunt down Anakin. That's such Stop like it. he that's had every contingency don't. ready. Don't say that. That's my favorite Worst. character. That, and that <laughs> yeah. would have that would have saved us all a lot. Of, no, it wouldn't have saved us all. Of, <laughs> Palpatine, Palpatine would have Palpatine still would have taken over. But would make he would have made Quinlan Boss his apprentice. Probably. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that hurts. But like whenever I hear of like other orders, I think of the robot chicken. When he's going down the shaft and he's like, execute order 67, order, order, uh, execute order 67. And it shows the, the Ewoks on the other side. And they do, they do like this techno dance. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot that was. I forgot about that. Order sixty eight. Order sixty eight. <laughs> like, that's what I thought when I hear that. Um. Anyway, back to Boba. <laughs> yeah, back to the Boba. Yeah, we had a nice little yes. sidetrack there. No, no, it was great. Um. Mm. So, uh, he ends up stunning the the clone, but ends up killing him by association, I guess, because he shoots the. A reactor core and we obviously that's going to explode which is probably going to kill that clone yeah. so he's okay with shooting the reactor core as long as as, as he doesn't Bo- shoot him Bo- boba's played so much capital supremacy oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> he's, 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 he won the, he's like he soloed the map <laughs> no yeah abs- yeah that's just oh man uh so the jedi at this point are trying to figure out what's going on killian's told them all systems are down we're pretty much floating in space and we're going down I, we're going down and Anakin and Mace are, are like you gotta get out of here and he goes he, he literally says the the most pirate thing either pirate or, or cap shipped in, uh, sailor, captain, <laughs> just a, sailor, sailor. Thing. a captain goes down with his ship and I was like I respect that I respect that a lot I am I, I'm with this guy so he ends up uh, convincing the, uh, the Mace and, and Anakin to leave without him and with two other clones uh, and two other officers who come with that, that they also and, stay. Yeah, I think Pons yeah. is one of them, yeah. Yeah, Pons. Uh, I can't remember the other one. It's Pons. Just looks like it's Pons. Um, so after Bubba destroys the re- re- uh, reactor core, he makes it up with the uh, with the cadets. No questions asked at all. <laughs> Gets in the pod. They jettison. And like their pod ends up not meeting up with the rest of them. Uh, so they're like, oh, well, we've got to figure this out. And then all of a sudden we hear uh, the we hear a uh, the sound, the very, it very uh, um, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, familiar. There we go. See, words are hard, guys. <laughs> Math is hard and words are hard. Um, but uh, we hear the familiar sound of the fire spray. Um and uh, we end up seeing the fire spray uh, docking next to or docking with the uh, escape pod. Uh, we see it; uh, the doors open, and Aura Singh comes out and says, "Look what we've got here." Bosk is also there, and I think this is the first time we see Bosk. <laughs> oh canon. my god, my guy! Yeah, Bosk. This is this is the first canon uh, sighting of Bosk. If I if I'm pretty sure at this point. Um, so he, it's revealed, uh, to the cadets that Boba is Boba Fett and he's (laughs) lucky. All of the clone cadets are obviously upset and they call him a traitor. And that cuts a lot deeper than, than it really shows with Boba. Cause you can see that remorse again. Mm -hmm. And he, 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 like you said, um, it's the immaturity, and he str- he doesn't he struggles with it, but it's also like a, a natural thing to be a kid. And if you're not committed to something, it's so hard to try to force yourself to do it. And you can really see that throughout the entire arc, but especially in this first episode because he doesn't decide to kill shoot the clone, and he doesn't uh, he he's hesitant to. Um, uh, kill the cadets. Yeah. Um, anybody else's thoughts on the cadets 
having that conversation even after they get let go into space uh, and how they talk about Boba and how he's a traitor. Um, open floor. Who wants to go? <laughs> Overall, I, I will stand by this opinion. I don't think Boba is evil. Like He's always portrayed as a villain and an antagonist. But I think in the overall like morality, he's morally questionable, but he's not evil, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he he is still human, you know. He's mm-hmm. not this. I don't know. I think in the book of Boba Fett's doing a really good job of that too, because he's like, we're gonna rule with respect. We're gonna <laughs> rule. We're not gonna rule with fear. We're not gonna torture. We're not gonna murder. You know. Like I still I don't think Boba is a bad guy. I will stand by that opinion. I I see that wrong, obviously. I see that. Yeah. Em, your thoughts? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, the thing is, telling the story of Boba, it's like, it, it, there's a lot of conflict because he does do some bad things. And so if you're going to tell his backstory, but you're also, but you, you know that, like, the audience wants to see him as a hero, you have to show you have to sort of show things that will justify his character arc. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so what are his motivations to, to do bad things in his life and then find redemption? So this is kind of, this backstory is sort of like planting the seed. You know, you see, you see his conflict. Like this is what we've been talking about through this whole thing is like, he's conflicted. He's not fully committed to murdering people, even when it will, attain his ends and yet he has this singular focus on avenging his father mm-hmm. which if it went the way he wanted it to would result in the assassination of a jedi mm-hmm. right yep so I, I feel like they they hit some good like story beats in show in sort of giving him this believable like you 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 empathize with him but mm-hmm. he also has rational like understandable reasons for doing things where you're like, uh, maybe that's not the best choice, you know, but you can see why mm-hmm. he's doing it. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, he even mutters an apology to the cadets as he leaves. Yeah. 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 So you, I, I mean, there are times where Boba is not morally, uh, he, he doesn't make the right decision, but like he does struggle throughout mm-hmm. this entire, entire arc. Yeah. Um, uh, the cadet leader again, worst teacher, worst cadet leader <laughs> in the entire Clone Wars. <laughs> like he loses his cadets, he doesn't do head counts. He gets the Jedi to look for the pod because oh, we've lost one. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Great to be job. Fair, the cadets didn't notice he was gone either. This is true. This fair. is true. <laughs> Well, yes, um, they're told to just like pay attention, listen. They, you know, I can see them not noticing. Their their job is to pay attention to their leader and just yeah. uh, and like you know keep aware <laughs> of the ship. You know, no, yeah. yeah. And Anakin and Mace end up finding them, and uh, Admiral Killian back on the uh, Endurance uh, tries to uh, land a badly damaged ship, and that's where we're left off to the next episode. Um, it's called R2 Come Home, and let me tell you, if you guys know me, you'll know R2-D2 is my boy. I love R2. <laughs> if I could choose a droid to be my companion, it would be R2. And this episode just, like, confirms it. Like, it's, he's the goat. He is by far the goat. Um, Malik? I want BB-90. 
Ooh, that's that's a good one too. She seems like BD one. Anyway. <laughs> BD one. Oh my gosh, BD one. BD's great. Yeah, BD BD one. Oh man. Mm. Jedi Fallen Order. Cutest or whatever. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he really absolutely. is. He is the cutest thing. Like every time he's on screen, he's the cutest thing on screen. Right? So, he's just like a puppy. He's a lost little puppy. No, it yeah, absolutely. Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I crapped a brick when Vader grabs. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> not BD. <laughs> but uh, for me, I, I'm, I, I love, I love myself a good old fashioned war criminal. I love Chopper. <laughs> oh, is, I forgot about is, Chopper. He's, he's killed second. so many people. <laughs> it, you know. Chopper's just like that redheaded stepchild, you know? He's just going to do whatever he wants. Like, he's not going <laughs> to listen to mom and dad. Whereas R2, R2's just a sarcastic, like, but he's he's a good sarcastic little droid. Like, yeah. <laughs> he is so reliable. Like, it's true. If, if, if it, that is Anakin's old reliable. Yeah. And he's, he's my one of the old most reliable. loyal droids uh, in the galaxy. For and sure. the fact that he's he's he has seen everything from the entire saga just blows yeah. my freaking mind. Like he's never had his mind wiped. Not ever. I like that. No one ever trust R2 besides whoever owns him. I know. <laughs> Everyone's all like, you, you trust him. Why would you trust a droid? What? It's like bail. He knows where all the bases are. Like what? We can't like, what are we doing here? Talk to the droid. Come on. <laughs> Don't treat them as second class citizens, okay? This man is smart. He's a droid. Well, you know, guy, and this is, is part of the droid gotcha. This is on topic for Mace Windu's R2 slander with which yeah. he begins this the episode. Not the D, D, it's, not, <laughs> it's not the fact that Mace Windu was kind of a jerk to Anakin Skywalker. It and was Ahsoka. the and Ahsoka. It's the <laughs> fact that he slandered my boy R2. That's the issue I have here. And if Chaco's still in here, you cannot defend your boy on this R2 slander. <laughs> you cannot. It's not fair. But I, 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 I will I will let it stand. He deserved uh, to become Mace Window. <laughs> and he yes. remained Mace Window because he is not alive. Yes! <laughs> Can we nail? Can we just put a nail on the nail on the coffin for that one, please? For the love of God, if he shows up in Book of Boba, I'm just gonna shut off the TV. I'm gonna walk outside and I'm gonna scream. Miss Window, just die already. Miss Window, that's so. That's what we call him on pig milk. That's so good. Mace (laughs) Window. That's great. Mace Window. Oh my God. (laughs) Citizen this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) You've done your job, citizen. And it's like, (laughs) screw you. I don't need that. This was actually a great test. Really? 
No, do, do people just like Mace Windu because it's Samuel L. Jackson? Because like Mace okay. Windu, and everywhere, everywhere he's in, he's just not a likable character. It's just everyone likes uh, and Samuel the purple lightsaber and the purple I, lightsaber. I do love my purple lightsaber. I'm not gonna go that far. He has some like redeemable moments. Like you know, he's great in the Ryloth arc. Um, <laughs> the Xylo Beast arc, he's fantastic. Yeah, I would agree. I'm like, I mean, he's not like all the all the time like a, a jerk. <laughs> Oh, oh, he yeah. was really funny in season seven, where he's like, "I've killed thousands of you. You can all surrender." <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. He does. He does have some redeeming qualities. Sometimes. I'm kind of with the, the, M on this one because like, <laughs> it's not my favorite character. But I Well, you're, first off, you're an Anakin fan, so of course hey, you're not going to like hey, this one. Hey, if you, didn't, if, you didn't, if you didn't understand my TikTok of Anakin stands saying that there's nothing wrong, there's a difference between me and an no, Anakin No, no, but, I said you're, but you're still you're an Anakin fanboy. Of course you're I, not going to like Mace Windu. Okay, but I don't hate them as much as the other Anakin fans do. Like... <laughs> Like I understand, Anakin had a lot of things wrong. He screwed that, up a that's, ton. That's, that's not that's not what's yes, for debate. It's like I'm debating whether or not you hate Mace Windu, and it makes sense because it, you fall under Anakin. It, it's not hate's a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I we got we got him, R two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I can't get over ci- the the citizen comment. Uh, as oh. you see, I I may not be an Anakin stand, but I'm an Ahsoka stand. Yeah, that but, was sorry. that was a gut punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now we're into episode 21. R2 come home. Uh, Malik, I'll take this one. Okay, ready? Revenge. Boba Fett, son of the notorious bounty hunter Jango Fett, in- infiltrated a Jedi cruiser in an attempt to assassinate General Mace Windu. The the man who killed his father. After a near miss at Windu's quarters, Boba was forced to destroy the cruiser and escape with the help of notorious bounty hunter Aura Singh. Now, having lost contact with the with Admiral Killian when his doomed star stri- starship crashed, the Jedi searched for survivors with aid of a Republic rescue ship. Disrespect to Bosk in that in that intro. I hey, that's what. Yeah, I'm, reading the, I'm, reading I'm, the, I'm just I'm mad at Tom Kane. Okay, all right. Okay, don't don't take it out on me. I'm just reading what is in front of me. I, I'm not I'm not hating the messenger. Don't worry. Okay, good. All right. So we get an awesome shot of the down Venator before the, the like when he's talking, and 
it's very uh, it's very reminiscent of obviously what happens in season seven, like the down Venator there. Like I'm full on Republic. Like if I could choose a uh, a faction, it'd be the Republic because their ships look cooler. They're more effective. Stop. Stop with the first order. Stop it. Anyway, <laughs> um, I mean, they're a lot more expensive, but like with money comes better stuff <laughs> sometimes not all the time but like the the jedi cruisers are cool the the jedi ships the starfighters are cool the arc 170s just like everything looks more slick and cool whereas like the rebellion in the in the empire the empire is very uh uniform mm -hmm. like the rebellion's like a little bit flashy but like too like they they get the hand-me-downs Whereas the Republic hey. is like day of the art <laughs> stuff. Um, I love my, I love the rebellion. That's, no, that's yeah, the re faction. The rebellion's great. And what, what's your faction? Yeah, I mean, I like. Uh, what is my faction? You know what? Let's just say the rebellion. Hey. Okay. I like a bunch of ragtag underdogs. Okay, I respect that. You know, no one's ever asked me that question before. Well, now I know my answer. There you go. See, I, see well, my team wins because we have Gwendolyn Christie. So, <laughs> <laughs> just because yeah. you have Brienne of Tarth doesn't make you a winner. That's she was all... great in a Midsummer Night's Dream. I did not never know she was seen in that. it. I never seen it. I'm gonna have well, to it watch the, all it. Was the a, it was a stage play? Look, uh, oh, okay. if if if, Re or if Gwendolyn Christie would have brought the guy that plays Tormund to the First Order, I might join the First Order. <laughs> <laughs> He was in an episode of The Witcher, believe it or yes. not. I am on episode two of The Witcher. I just started it because I'm like, all of right, the I'm first get season? into it. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very interesting. Oh. I have um, to watch it with my girlfriend sat around because she doesn't like it. The, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so obviously Mace and uh, Anakin have lost communication with both Admiral Killian and uh, Commander Ponce and some other uh other clones or officers that were on the ship when it went down. Yep. Uh, they land. Uh, Anakin and, and uh, Mace have a back and forth about droids. Mace, I swear you dog my boy again. That's <laughs> the thing I was saying this entire episode. I'm like, alright, you're gonna regret that later. You're, you're, it's, gonna, you're, it's gonna come back to bite you. Yeah. But, but like, you got you guys are acting like the worries about R two aren't valid though because like it's like literally like and like Obi Wan asked well where's R two and we see him just like screaming full blown barreling into the wall the next shot that's true he's <laughs> so, chaotic like, so the but... concerns about R yeah they they are valid sorry <laughs> cut you off there look he's not as chaotic as Chopper all right okay. yes. As you long can't... as Chopper is around, R2 will always be the most <laughs> confident droid or astromech in the room. <laughs> the, the, apps, the fact that R2, Chopper, K2SO, and C3PO have all been in the same room at one point just warms my heart. Oh, I forgot about that. That's yeah. insane. Like, yeah. Can we get a droid, like, just comic? Droid story. Oh, like rebelling droid story. droids. Yeah, we have a droid story coming. Droid story. Just have them all go on an adventure. Have Alan Tudyk say some outlandish stuff in an animated show. I am all for it. <laughs> all for it. They yeah. have to go. They have to go get something from the Empire. I'm in. 
I'm and in. K2SO comes back with a red arm. Boom. Yeah. Continuity. I mean, I mean, he's probably, I mean, I don't know how you can get a red arm from, like, you know, the dust on Scarab. <laughs> <laughs> you might not have recognized me with the red arm. Um, <laughs> but, um, so Mace obviously makes a, says, uh, can you really trust this droid? And Anakin's like, bro, you have no idea. Like, he's just like, he, he, he's, he's done a lot. We blew up a, a space station when I was a kid. We can do anything. <laughs> Okay, and R2 tried spinning. It was a good trick. Yeah, it was a good trick. <laughs> it was a good trick. And he was a gift from my why. Yes. I can't say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, uh, Mason, Mason, and Anakin have very different philosophies when it comes to their astromechs. Mace is very much like, all right, do this, do that. Tell me what you what you get. Whereas Anakin's like, all right, buddy, do your thing. And I'm like, I love that relationship between Anakin and, and, and R2. It just warms my heart. And it hurts it at the same time because just the guy goes through so much. I, I love R- that. I love that headcanon in the trench run. The reason why Vader hesitates before he shoots Luke's is he notices R2 on the X-Wing. Oh, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Oh, make hey. it yeah. It's 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 like we're in Spain, but the S is silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on on uh the R2 Anakin uh, R8 uh scenario with Maze? Uh, I mean Maze just looks like a real jerk. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> and, and and well, and also, I mean, you know, like we have the sort of the greater the meta conversation about the treatment of droids in Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. About how they have these personalities and they seem to be relatively sentient or sapient, and yet they're just disposable objects, right? So it's like this tension between, you know, do these creatures do they have the right to like self-determination? Oh my God, I'm getting all like <laughs> L3 on, on everybody. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, I think, I think sometimes in stories where you have this dilemma of self-aware creatures that are indentured, the, the most comforting way we can see resolving that aside from breaking their oppression and liberating them is to see them as part of a friendship or to see them find a lot of pleasure in companionship and and in service so it's like art that's that's r2 right it's like he is unfailingly loyal and he is effective and you know, like he's just, you can always count on him to like do what needs to be done or to get it done or to be creative, you know, and solve and solve a problem for you. And, and he's so, you know, and, and he and Anakin have this great friendship, you know, mm-hmm. they have this great relationship. And so it's like, as a viewer, you feel good about that because it's like, okay, like R2, he, he is indentured, but he is happily so because he has friendship, he has belonging. Right. And then you contrast that with Mace's, you know, with Mace using this astromech as a tool and not acknowledging that 
there's a possibility of having some kind of companionship there. And then, and you're like, ah, like this guy sucks. He should get thrown out a window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I am here for it. And you know what? That's just great. I just, I, I think we just need to clip that. And 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 make that like a TikTok of M saying that he deserves to be thrown out a window, and just watch the carnage happen. Just watch everything just fall, go to hell. Like I'm a woman who talks about Star Wars on the internet, so. Oh, I. Oh boy, (laughs) that's another. That's a whole another episode. Yeah, yeah. God, it that is. You can't destroy me. No, <laughs> you can try, but it'll never work. Oh man, that that is a whole nother podcast, Malik. You're absolutely right. Um, so once the Jedi discover the the scene, R two, um, turns the corner, uh, and he comes a con- come across comes across a a the corpse of a clone trooper. Um, and they look and they see that he has a blaster, uh, burn. Uh, and he and Mace is like, well, uh, that's definitely not caused by the crash. Yeah. Um, and Anakin's like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes a whole lot, a whole lot of sense. <laughs> um, and so the two Jedi end up going, uh, going up into the. Uh, um, hold on here, I'm reading this real quick. Well, it's like the. Go ahead, Em. Oh you no! I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. Like, just to summarize, they like they end up in the wreckage, right? And yep. they start exploring, yep, deeper and deeper until they end up, you know, in a collapse. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so they get up to like the bridge, mm-hmm. and just so eloquently, elo- uh, there is a Mandalorian helmet, uh, and uh. It's Jango's. And Anakin's like, oh, what's I'm this, this doing up. here? <laughs> and May starts thinking. He's like, uh, Jango Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, okay, that's not good. Tries to pull Anakin back. Anakin picks up the helmet and it explodes. For a okay. second, I thought that's where the dent was going to come from. See, mm. but the dent, no, no. But if you look closely, the dent's already there. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, mm. the dent is there. When he picks it up, it's on the right. It's on, yeah, the right hand side, right hand side, right here. It's on. I'm. You can you look it up, but I'm pretty We're darn doing, sure that it's yep. that. I'm pretty sure it's on. It. The dent is already there. Hmm. Wow. And the other thing is, why would you explode the helmet? (laughs) Like, you need it. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't, I, the continuity there just doesn't make sense to me because it's like, so how does he repair it? Is it Baskar? It should have, it should have been able to, like, survive the entire explosion because nothing can destroy Baskar. If I'm remembering this correctly from the Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. nothing can destroy Baskar, but it's like, so the explosion happens. R2 and R8 at that exact same time are fighting off Gundarks. Because remember, yep. we're on Rancor. And yep. uh, as Obi-Wan says, oh, this is the mother of all Gundarks. Oh, so we must be on Rancor. 
So pull. there's your get dead giveaway that uh, we are on rank. It core. does. Mm-hmm. See yeah. what? <laughs> For the win, baby. Yes. Um. So, what is this monstrosity? I know, right? It just doesn't make sense. But then again, we didn't really know what Beskar was technically back in 2010. Because mm-hmm. there wasn't any explanation. M, you might correct me if I'm wrong, but like in the in the old Republic, they didn't. The Mandalorian armor wasn't really gone deep, uh, done a deep dive on, correct? That's correct, yes. Okay, okay, so like it was just armor. They didn't know exactly what it was, and it makes sense, um, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but Beskar is like a mid era development for Mandalorians. Mm, Okay, I thought so. Um, So, like, the helmet blows up, they get trapped, R2 ends up getting away from a Gundark. R8 is not very fortunate to get away from a Gundark. R.I.P. R, uh, R8. R2 is a superior droid. There's yep, I will not really. be taking I will not be taking any questions. Mace Windu, you can suck it. <laughs> the droid um, died intentionally to get away from Windu. Change my mind. Oh, oh, that's a hot take. I, that is a hot take. Um, He's so... rather dive and go back. <laughs> He's like, Get he doesn't treat anymore. me right at all. I would rather die than go back to Mace Windu. Uh, <laughs> um, so... I mean, I would, I would argue that sort of like as a storytelling device, it's like, it's like that old trope about how things that are loved are imbued with, uh, like a special quality that other things don't have. So, the idea is that because R two was loved he was able to withstand the attack in a way that R8, who was just an object, an inanimate object, uh, was not. Ah, uh, the old when you wish upon a star love trick, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. On point, baby. On uh, that, point. That good old mouse. Oh, yeah, that good old mouse. <laughs> um, so they see the explosion. Uh, they... We actually get a binocular look from Boba, Bosk, and Aura. Um, Aura's like adamant that he's dead. Boba is also adamant and says, I want to go check because, you know, <laughs> Jedi have survived a lot worse, apparently. Um, and so, and we also get the worst bounty hunter in the entire world. Cactus. Yes. It, I mean,. Just looking at the guy, completely <laughs> worthless. Like he might be more worthless than uh, or useless than um, what's his name? What's his name? He's the Ryloth senator. Ornfrita. Ornfrita. Ornfrita, and and this guy are the two useless <laughs> people in the entire show because you cannot change. Number one is for sure Ornfrita. Because all he does is go, ah, and then he eats. Like, <laughs> he does nothing else. It's like, dude, come on now. You're taking the number one spot for useless. Oh, uh, never, never canceled for fat phobia. Ah, <laughs> I don't have a fat phobia. It's just that he's useless. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. He's useless. Um, because literally all he does is like scream. He doesn't 
He I doesn't know. have a gun. That's correct. He does. Uh, he does nothing. We, we love we love Porkins here, though. Porkins is yeah, a real Porkins. OG. So there Porkins we go. Porkins is a real OG. Without yeah. without Porkins, we, there we love, is no there, no Por- Porkins, Snap Wexley. We love our plus size Star Wars characters, except oh, for you on free top. Don't make me sad. No, oh. on free top. I tell you what. But back yeah. to Castus. Castus is like adamant like they're gonna like they're dead there's nobody there's no way they could do it and boba's like all right so uh we need bodies anyways we can take them to dooku and get more credits <laughs> and like aura sings just like she hears credits and she's like i side with the kid <laughs> and this should have been boba's first sign that she had no interest like she like she had no interest for him yeah. at all yeah, like, no, she's not one. buying into his cause at all. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, Brandon, I know you've got to leave because you've got Book of Boba to record. Yep. Um, with Ben Livid Cosplay, PMP Den of Antiquities, and that one nerdy fangirl. Awesome. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the entire arc uh, rankings? Here, I'll pull them up for you. Um, rankings. Youngling, Padawan, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, or Grandmaster? You know what? I'm going to give this a Jedi Master ranking, man. Okay. It's, it's a great it's a great episode arc. It really helps flush, or, uh, flush out Boba's character as a whole. Bosk is in this. So we love I, a good Bosk. If, if anyone knows anything about me, I'm, I'm a big Bosk stand as well. I had a what's known as a Nile Monitor, and I named it Bosk. Um, now monitors are these like big ass lizards, you know, mm-hmm. like mean as can be, but they're fun because I'm a reptile guy. But uh, yeah, okay. so it's great. I love this episode. I love all these episodes. I mean, it's even Ahsoka and Plo Koon show up. It's, it checks all my boxes, essentially. Gotcha. It, yeah. If somehow Caleb Doom showed up, it would get a chef's kiss. Gotcha. Gotcha. But Caleb Doom was not a character yet. No. But uh, where can the good people follow you on uh, social media? Uh, you guys can find the podcast on Instagram at Cloud City Pod, um, Twitter at Cloud City Cons. Um, yeah, and you guys can listen to the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys find your podcasts. Um, it's Cloud I, City I, Conversations. I, I haven't listened to Look it yet, this. but I've been, no- Ooh, I've nice. been no- I haven't listened yet, but I've noticing your art pop up. I'm like, oh, that's really cool art. <laughs> so yeah. it's working. It's working. The art's working. That's nice to know. Yeah. yeah. So me and Char will be on it. 
yeah. at the beginning of or later sometime in January. Sometime in January. Uh, so we'll have to check that out. Go check out him. He's got great stuff, great content. Uh, thanks again for coming on, man. Last episode was a YouTuber named Woof Woof Wolf. So nice. there you go. There yeah. you go. Go check out that newest episode. Tomorrow, Book of Boba Fett episode one is going to be out. We're going to be covering Book of Boba Fett every week. But main thing of my podcast, we just interview Star Wars people, Star Wars influencers, you know, everyone, podcasters. We have fun. We just talk about Star Wars. We get to know who they are as a Star Wars fan. It's fun. All love. No hating on anyone's opinions. It's all all good fun. So (laughs) go ahead and check out the podcast. Yeah. Sounds great. Have a good one. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for being on. Have a good one. Of course. You too. Bye. Bye. And then there were three. I was just about to say, you stole it. You, you swiped the joke. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Chris, it, Luke, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but like, like I was saying, Castus is like, it, it, he's so useless. It's okay because he's not gonna be around for much longer. Yeah, I know. Spoiler alert! Yeah, and that was the best part. <laughs> <laughs> what is I that? don't like. What, I I don't like what, seeing what's, people die, but that was satisfying. What's, what's Castus's race? Um, Klaatuan, right? Yes, that's right. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he just looks like a dog, dog face <laughs> with I mean, weird, he, with bad teeth. Yeah, I mean, he looks like <laughs> he straight up looks like a bulldog with with a with a with like a hunchback body. Yep. <laughs> how we could describe them. But um like Boba says, Hey, we can take their heads to uh, Count Dooku. And she's mm. and Aura seems like, Oh, okay, that's a good idea. I yeah. like money. And that and like I was saying, that would be that should have been Boba's first red flag. But he's been so used to like like being Aura's like Aura being there for him yep. in quotation. Um but uh, so she's like, well, if we've killed Skywalker, too, he'll bring another uh, he'll give us uh, more money for that. Mm. Um, and then they leave Bosk, who is probably the most competent behind Aura <laughs> behind. Why do you leave him behind? He well, is the well, hunter. Well, they leave Bosk with the prisoners like, you know, yeah, the high value targets. I kind of get that. I, I just don't. I understand it, but like you would think, hey, let's use the hunter, the Trandoshan, to uh, make sure things are like he can climb, he can do other things, he doesn't complain. Just leave Castus with them. But then again, he's kind of incompetent, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> I don't hate all Star Wars characters, but him and Own Free Tar don't get me going because it- it'll never stop. <laughs> um, so R two. Uh, realizes that um the jedi are in danger oh also we now know that there's hostages admiral killian is alive pons is alive and one other soldier is also alive as well forgot to mention that um but uh, r2 realizes that the jedi may be in danger he heads to the bridge finds uh mace and uh anakin uh unconscious and they're both trapped under the rubble because Mace decided to uh, not warn Anakin. Hot take, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a theme uh, in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Not being able to trust each other is a, a 
hard thing. <laughs> um, so R2 being useful, Mace Windu, uh, he tries to move the uh, rubble and uh, he just, it doesn't work. Anakin warns him that he shouldn't be doing that and instead instructs him to get to the Starfighters and to get a message back to the, to the uh, Jedi Council. Um, R2 goes down, leaves the bridge, and sees that the bounty hunters are coming. And again, R2 is the best droid. You cannot change my mind. He literally throws a bomb at one point yeah. down the shaft. And I'm like, Mace Windu, Trek number one knows how to throw explosives. My guy can do a lot. Um, and like Cassis at this point, like he gets there, there's a door that gets thrown down by R2. Like it's almost comical how these bounty hunters just don't don't get up there. <laughs> Malik, you're muted. I think one of my favorite <laughs> things I've ever seen about uh, my <laughs> I think one of my favorite things I've ever seen uh, posted about Star Wars is man, Star Wars would be much shorter if the bad guys didn't have sockets that were R two D two accessible. <laughs> this is true, very true. Um, so. He ends up, they, they push on through. Um, he drops, okay, so he doesn't drop a bomb. He drops a grenade. Yeah. And, like, the bounty hunters finally just like, nope, we're done. We're getting out of here. There's no way yeah. somebody. <laughs> and, like, Aura's like, we're going to make sure. We're going to bring the fire spray or slave one at one point. But we're going yeah, to and, like, it. bombard it. We're going to call it the fire spray because that's what it's called. Um. And to destroy to make sure that the Jedi are really dead. R2 then proceeds to get to the Starfighter and everything's gonna everything's gonna be okay. They're gonna get rescued. Nope. Here comes a Gundark. Of course. Rancor. Uh Gundark. Uh and he fights it off. He does use the oil, which was interesting because I thought it would have slipped, but he uses that as a distraction to then get close to the Starfighter. And shoot a a socket at the uh, plunger uh, plunger like a what's it called? I'm looking for the word. I'm struggling again. A, words are a, hard. A suction device or something. Yeah, like suction yeah. device. And he gets the gun dark, and he presses the button on Anakin Starfighter, and he runs it into the ship, and an explosion happens. I was like, you know what? That's a great way to take care of a gun dark. True. Obi-Wan, take notes. This is how it's done. He won't. No. 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 Obi-Wan doesn't take notes. So, it. so uncivilized. That's probably what he what he would have said to R2. But then again, he did keep them safe from the gun dark. Um, R2 ends up getting into Mace's Starfighter because Anakin's is destroyed. Uh the fire spray ends up catching up with R2. They try to shoot it down. Uh, R2 at one point. Well, so they discover that the Jedi Starfighter explosion was close to where they landed. Yep. Um, and we end up. Uh, oh, there we go. The, sorry about. No, that. you're good. The laptop just crashed. <laughs> I was like, wait no, a minute. No, you're good. Yeah, You're like, screen just went black. I was like, whoa, I was falling to the world between worlds here? <laughs> yeah, 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 you've been lost. Uh, never mind, we found you. Uh, so he, R2, like, they discovered that there was an explosion right next to it, so Boba's mm -hmm. like, Mace, 
And uh, they get to the downship, and R2's already trying to get away. And uh, they've jammed the sensor, so now R2 literally has to get off planet. Mm-hmm. And and with all that happening, everybody thinks that Mace is in the Starfighter. Yeah. And it's so hilarious that R2 is just like, wow, just <laughs> flying around, just trying to dodge everything. And like, I keep saying this, this episode cements that R2 is the greatest droid. There's no, <laughs> there's no ifs about it. Thoughts on R2 getting away from the bounty hunters? He's just so clever. <laughs> he really is. He's the best. Well, yeah, it's like what? What more can you really? Have, what more do you really have to say about R two? He's 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 just so good. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, and Windu again, as the rubble is getting closer and doing things, he tries to use the force, uh, on the rubble, and it keeps coming down. Anakin's like, I've already tried that. Let's not do that. <laughs> and um. Mace is like your you bet your astromech better better come through. And then at one point they actually see R2 flying <laughs> with, with the fire spray behind him. And he's like, I thought you told him to call. <laughs> and Anakin's like, I don't know what he's doing. He's he's doing what I'm telling him to do. Yeah. And he they get into space. He ends up so the the two uh hyperspace rings are there, and they have to choose which one he's gonna go to. He ends up going to the other one that doesn't get shot down. He escapes. Boba's enraged because he thought he had Windu and he didn't. Um, and it causes them to retreat. They leave. They don't. They don't even come back, which is kind of funny, but makes a lot of sense. Uh, um, R2 makes it to Coruscant, comes down. And this is the best scene of the whole episode. R2 comes flying through just <laughs> down the steps. All the Jedi are going through their plans. They look up. They see R2 tumbling down the stairs, gets up, gets into a fight with the other astromech. And Ahsoka's like, R2, what are you doing? And I can just imagine R2 being Ryan Reynolds. Like Chaco, <laughs> Chaco has made Chaco made uh, Chopper Samuel L. Jackson. In in R two Ryan Reynolds and in, in in Ryan Ryan Reynolds' voice, get out of the way! Get out of the way! What are you doing? Get out of here! I, I need to talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody now. Uh, yeah, I, I would. What I wouldn't give to just hear him speak basic for this one scene. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand, mother. Yeah, profanity trouble. after profanity after profanity. Yeah, this is. I'm trying to help. Get me to that to the port. God, and then Ahsoka's just like, "Calm down, calm down. What's going on?" And Plo Koon's like, "Whose droid is this?" <laughs> and then, and then, and then Ahsoka's like, "It's it's uh, Master Skywalker's." And you kind of see Plo Koon go, "Makes sense." Yeah, I'd be like, "Checks out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plo Koon's just I like, "Surprise." Yep, that makes sense. Um, R two ends up playing the message, and they instantly get to the, the Plo Koon's like, "Forget what we were talking about. We got to go save him." And R2 saves the day, and I will not hear anything else of it. Because if without R2, they all die. Oh, yeah. Um, they make it to uh, Rancor. Uh, the ship is really in bad. The, the bridge itself is in bad I think bad it's actually Vancor. 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 Yeah, Vancor. 
I keep calling it a rain. Oh man, I've been calling it a rain <laughs> it's fine. It's my fine. star, my Star Wars, like my Star Wars belt is just gonna be taken away from me because <laughs> I, I called it. Last but... night, Chase would not stop calling Jennifer Beals Jessica Beal, and I wanted to reach through <laughs> my like, screen from, like, from Blade. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But um, Plo Koon and Ahsoka end up, uh, and some troopers end up using. Oh, Captain uh, Commander Wolf is there as well. Yep. He actually goes across. They get cables. They go across. They get uh, uh, Anakin and and Mace out, and uh, they get to the ground. They get Mace and Anakin, and Mace finally goes. Uh, he R two comes to him. And he said, "You done good, kid." Yeah. And and you know what, Mace? And R2's gotta... like, finally, I can die happy because I have uh, the approval no, of Mace Windu. No, no, he's like, he's like, all right. <laughs> no, and, and no, and Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds' voice. Okay, now fuck you. Yeah, no, just, <laughs> just walks off, just just speeds off. And uh, Anakin and him have another nice little moment. Like, good job, bud. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that warms my heart so much. Like this episode really makes the arc for me just because r2 is my favorite droid but like getting the boba fett stuff uh in in saying he didn't struggle with this one because he knew it was mace so there wasn't really any like issues yeah that he had to deal with they still have the hostages that's the one thing they still have the hostages um but that's it for that episode now we go to episode 22 um Malik, you want to do the plot summary on this one? Uh sure. Just let me get this bad boy up. That is the episode beforehand. Uh R2 come home. No, we just did that one. We did a lethal track. Yeah, I got I gotta skip through it all because it's like, oh, it's all on the line. There we go. Oh man, I, I love an episode Hondo shows it's up. Short, it's short. Lethal Trackdown, the young Boba Fett has taken the law. There's a space where I got messed up by that. <laughs> has taken the law into his own hands and made a two attempts on the life of Mace Windu, the Jedi Master who killed his father. Boba's mentor, bounty hunter, uh, Aura Singh, has been taken three Republic officers. Uh, hosta- I'm messing this up. Hostage an effort to force Windu to face Boba in their- on their terms. A tactic that does not sit well with the young vigilante. Yeah. Dot, 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 dot. Ellipses. So... We start off with Anakin and uh, and Mace Windu in the the temple. Uh, they're kind of like in not like a spa, but they're in like the recovery room. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah, it's called a medical room. Like, what you get yeah, a spa it, from? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm rolling with the punches at this point. <laughs> um. So Anakin has this conversation about who the kid is. He wants to know who the kid is. And Mace tells him he's his name is Boba Fett. And he and Anakin goes like Jango Fett. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's an unaltered clone. That's his son. Yeah. Um. And we get to see the like Anakin just like, why don't you take this kid out? Like he's like, why don't you take care of this? Why don't you it's do not this that hard? I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you some pointers. Give me, I'll, I'll, give me two years, and I'll be able to show you that I'm a real. No, he's all, no, he's already done it. Tuscan Raider camp. Oh yeah, that's Screw. right. Wow. Never mind. There, I will bring this up later. It's a monster. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no justification in any of this, okay? But anyway. He 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 goes. He asks why Windu doesn't want to bring him to justice because he goes, 
if you haven't noticed, we're in the middle of a war. And that all changes when Plo Koon and Ahsoka show up with the hologram of Horus Singh. And Boba has the gun to the head, has the blaster to the head. Aura tells him to do it. And that's the next moment of that immaturity again, like M was saying. And he doesn't kill the officer, Aura. Yep. And that that changes Mace's mentality and his his focus to we got to save those hostages. Like he's now an issue. He wasn't an issue before, but he is now. Yeah. I'd say it's kind of an issue because he like blew up a venator. <laughs> well, but like like Anakin was saying, why don't you take care of this? Like we need to take care of this. But Mace is like, that's not the priority. We're fighting a war, and now that it's become a priority, Mace is now into it. What were your guys' thoughts on the whole switch during that conversation between Anakin and Mace Windu? Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Um, I can't be eloquent right now. Give me a minute. <laughs> Man, you've been elegant, the eloquent, the expecting so much of us, Luke. Stop. You've been, you've been absolutely blowing my mind. So that's just, that's so sweet. All right, you know what? Okay, so let's let's (laughs) let's let's put it this. Let's put it this. Fire. Yeah. (laughs) So like, yeah. I mean, this just shows sort of the the. The, the different mentality between Anakin and Mace that has sort of followed through this whole arc. Whereas like Anakin understands individuals. Like he understands it's like Boba has a unique, because right away, as soon as he finds out that Boba is Jango Fett's son, he understands that Boba is unique among clones and has this unique place. Whereas all Mace Windu can see is the big picture, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the theater of war, you know? So it's the idea of, of having, you know, like the whole like Fox hedgehog thinking gotcha. kind of thing, you know? And so it's like, like Anakin can understand like this, this is like this one individual has an important role or like is central to like the clone wars, you know, just like as an individual, because of his relationships, you know, like with the other clones, you know, as one of the cadets, you know, because he had relationships with the other cadets. Right. Mm -hmm. And so him going rogue, it has implications for the, for the group. Yeah. And so he can see how like one individual is like a domino that can like have an effect on everything else. And if you can just address the one thing you can solve a whole bunch of problems whereas mace's thinking is so like big picture that he's just like okay well we we just need to stay focused we need to stay focused on the big goal yeah rather than like drilling down into a detail that you no know, like 
even though Anakin can make a case for that detail being important, like to Mace, no detail is important. Yeah. Malik? For me, I always saw it as Anakin knows where Boba's at and knows what Boba is going through because, again, he's the only other person I feel like right now who can sympathize with where, like, just like Boba held his dead father's head in his hands, Anakin held his dead mother, and Anakin got the ones who killed his mother. So that's who, yeah, he understands that emotion from the inside. Yeah. So, like, he, so, like, I feel like that's kind of like a mutual thing. He kind of, he gets that, like, okay, like, Boba is driven by the death of someone he loved. You yeah. need to take care of this because I, I can't tell you, but <laughs> it's, it, it's very dangerous. I can't tell you how I know this, but, <laughs> but, but, okay. So, Malik, you, you good interesting thing you say that but do- doesn't the jedi council know that he murdered the tuscans mm. only he only tells palpatine i believe padme. only Yo- yoda okay, only padme and padme knows padme yes padme also because she instantly him. forgives him and yeah like, don't worry about the genocide dear yeah um <laughs> see all yoda knew- good thing, good thing boriaka wookie's not in here camilla oh she if um if you don't have TikTok, go follow her. If you yes, make one and go great. follow Camilla. Camilla is great. If you want to learn more things about Padme, holy shit! I know I love her. Technology. Honestly, I know I was I was saying that with love. Trust. No, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's polite ball busting for Padme. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, oh. going back to I think like I I know he told Palpatine, but like I think like also he um who was it uh. All Yoda sensed was that he was that he was in pain, pain. terrible pain, terrible and pain. that's all he and that's all he knew. Like yeah. again, like I know, and it's he like Obi Wan didn't know in Legends. Like like Yoda's, I remember mm-hmm. Yoda's connection with Anakin is never like it uh, never like, does this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always it's like. like... <laughs> all right, yeah. we're gonna not we're not gonna hit here. Someday we're gonna connect, but it's not now. <laughs> Exactly. I, oh, yeah, no, it's good, and yeah. like it's 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 so like yeah, like again, there's only really two people who know what Anakin did on Tatooine, and uh, and it, it's and to me, he just kind of like he just like he just gets it, he like gets you know, it. so like again, he he's he he's, uh, he understands like Boba's Boba's driven by something that you know is gonna push him, make him see this through to the end, no matter what the end result is, which is you know, she's she's trying to make sure it's the, it's the one where Mace doesn't die. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Plo Koon and Ahsoka. Well, Plo Koon goes. Uh, you're not doing anything. Like, the best clone uh, battalion, 104th Wolf, Wolf, and uh, the Wolf Pack. Love those guys. Plo's bros. <laughs> Plo's bros. Yes, Plo's bros. Um, he goes. Me and little Ahsoka. I love. I love that. I love that relationship. That relationship is is so amazing and interesting i do they ever it's been a long time since i've listened or read the ahsoka novel does she bring up plo Koon in that book i can't remember i have not read it yet oh yeah i am also someone who's like a couple of years out from having read it and i don't remember i but... think she does but i know she she talks about obi-wan and, and anakin's uh bickering Mm-hmm. In the in the bounty hunters arc, I know mm-hmm. she talks about that because that was one of the three interesting facts that Char had that Malik knew. <laughs> that Malik knew right off the top. Um, but like that relationship, I would think uh, she would try to remember that because he was the one that found her. 
Yes. And brought her to the temple. So like yes. that extra. When she was three. So, I mean, you would presume that from when she was three until when she was, what, 13? Yes. Her primary mm. caregiver. Like that was her primary relationship. No, yeah. Absolutely. Until she met Anakin when she was like 13, 14. No, okay. yeah, absolutely. Um, but like Plokin's like, yeah, me and little Ahsoka will take care of it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my heart. My heart is so full right now. Um, so back on the fire spray, Aura scolds Boba and says, if you ever do that, don't listen to an order again. You're gonna regret it. Yikes. And I'm like, Aura, God, you are, you are, I would not want to work for you. <laughs> not even close. I would rather work for Hondo than work for you because at least I get a lot of laughs. You yeah. are just full of misery misery and hatred yes, yeah as true. yeah as hondo leaves you for dead <laughs> you know what at least i would be laughing all right <laughs> i told a ton of jokes we drink a lot of booze like the guy knows how to party i'm here for it um so she instructs them that they're gonna go to florum uh castus is like i'm out <laughs> she's like, she's like, okay, good, because we didn't need you anyways. You're worthless anyways. Yeah. And uh, she goes, we're going to Florham to see if see if I can get one more person. And obviously, when we hear Florham, they land. Hondo Naka. Hondo Naka. Thoughts on Hondo and Aura Singh's relationship. My man. <laughs> I was like, Hondo. I was like, my man. Well, Hondo's like, Hondo's one of those people who knows how to get along with people who are difficult. Like, he, yes. he can get along with everybody. Like, and everybody, everybody. So that means that the threshold is, like, really, really, like, it's a really, really high bar. For, like, he's, if he can, if he can put, like, normal good people at ease and, and get them to be relaxed enough that he can swindle them. You know, even he, his Dooku. skills are. Yeah, he also he also re he worked really well with Aura, as we saw. Yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> but does he, he has a line too? It's like, oh, I enjoyed working from under you. I'm like, Hondo, <laughs> he gets around. All right, that's how Dude. he tames the beast. <laughs> the weak <laughs> ways. The weak ways. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Aura introduced Boba, and instantly Hondo, being good old Hondo, knows I worked with Django. Obviously, that doesn't surprise me because he works with everybody. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I, I knew your father, like, and he builds kind of that relationship that we see later on that really helps bring out the situations, uh, in Boba. Um, so they go into the bar. Uh, Castus is has a hologram, and he's talking to someone back on Coruscant. Um, and Aura puts in her. By the way, that's an antenna, right, in her head. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Okay, so the antenna. She puts the ear trip in. Here's the conversation. Hondo's trying to talk to her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, remember that job?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, uh huh. Excuse me. Hey, Castus. Bang. I was like, <laughs> boss." Yes, that is awesome. But like, he deserved it. You are the worst. Gotcha. Um, and uh, he's like, she's like, okay. Uh, and what were we talking about? Like, she and Hondo's like, 
get this trash out of here. Like, he's just like, <laughs> this, get him off the floor. Get him out of here. And I was like, yep, that's Hondo. Straight up Hondo. Um, <laughs> then we get the shot of Ahsoka and Plo Koon going down to the underworld, which mm-hmm. whenever we see the underworld, I'm all for it because it's like yeah, 13, love, yeah. 13, 13 should have been a thing. <sighs> Should have been released. Oh, Such yeah, a good yeah. concept. Um, we, we were gonna get that Star Wars like HBO adult series too. That yes. was gonna be on. That was gonna be on Set the Underworld. That would have been interesting. That did I? Did I? Did Did you guys ever hear what my idea was for a Star Wars video game? When we no, please, please, no share. please share. So my idea for Star Wars video game is actually that you start in the underworld, like you're born like a street rat, and Ooh. like you are nothing and nobody. You have no name, and you have to go through the series of challenges where you, you know, you start building power. You, you, you know, you, you start, you know, you engage in fights and you gain people's loyalty and you pick people's pockets and, you know, slowly you amass, you know, more and more power in the underworld until finally mm-hmm. you're able to get off planet. And okay. as you travel through the galaxy, um, you know, with your newfound pirate, wealth and influence you start attracting these like powerful beings and as you fight them as you defeat them you absorb their powers so you become like you get to have all of these different types of force powers and you become more and more powerful and at the very end of the game it's revealed to you that you're ren Oh, 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 that would be sick. Whoa, okay, so this is happening during the... That that could be prequel era, because Ren Pre- is an adult in the OG trilogy era. Like, that yeah. would be sick. I, see, I have been... So, like, I, I have a theory that... <laughs> Look might, on your face. <laughs> I have a theory that we might see Ren sooner or later in something that just premiered, but we'll get to that. Oh! That would be cool. <laughs> I'm... I don't and care. And then you could have a DLC <laughs> that's just going. You could have a DLC where you're just going to different places around the galaxy collecting the knights and recruiting the knights. See, I had been pitching a Kylo Ren game where you just take the concept of the Force Unleashed but do it better and have Kylo fight Ahsoka, Ezra, and Cal. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, oh my God, that's a, that's a really cool idea. First, I'm like, oh, it's, G- it's GTA Star Wars. Oh no, you're Ren. That, that would be really dope. That would be you crazy. get Christian Slayer to voice him again. Too. Yes, <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, oh my god, we need need we need more Ren content. Well, we actually <laughs> we're getting more Ren content because of Crimson my, Dawn. My my <laughs> my uh, my head has just now exploded. For those that are listening, I my mind has just been blown. Why? I just. That's amazing. Tweet it at Charles Soul. Maybe he'll, yes. you know, hey, he'll Charles. get them to like. <laughs> Charles, get going <laughs> on this show. No, 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 no. Charles, no, no. She's talking about you. You leave Charles alone. He's working on my Martian row book right now. Oh, Stop that's it. true. Oh, it's pronounced Markion, by the way. I he so said himself. I, 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 I was a big Markion guy, but now I kind of I do the tomato tomato thing where I'll just All say right, both here fair. and there because like uh, I think they work in a Tempest runner that like they say Martian to mock him. Oh, all right. Yeah, because he's like, call me Martian one more time, <laughs> and I will feed you your tusks. <laughs> see? 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 His Martian is, like, on point. Love it. It's so good. It's anyway, bad. sorry. We were talking about... Yeah, so we'll bad. get to higher public. Yeah, I, I will... Failing. Uh, yeah. We so... were talking about them trying to do subterfuge in the underworld, and 
Ahsoka blowing everyone's cover. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the Plo Koon and her have like the, the just like the relationship again. Uh, you have to learn to be subtle. You've learned too much from Mannequin. He's not subtle, and she's like, he's not. But I'm he's trying. Like, he's like a human backflip. <laughs> no, yeah, he is the human backflip. You're absolutely right. And and it's and you cannot human tell me backflip. You, you can't. You cannot. You cannot tell me that Vader and Anakin are not one person from Rebels uh, Twilight of the Princess when he shows up on top of the TIE Fighter. The that is, oh my eight. god, drama that is Anakin Skywalker. queen. Drama yes. queen. Yes. Theatrical AF. Yes. Love yes. to see it. Oh, the human backflip. I love that. <laughs> that Can we put that on like a t-shirt? Um, yes, put anything you want on a t-shirt. Just be like, Anakin Skywalker, the human backflip. Truly. <laughs> oh, I... I so uh, up with something. I wasn't able to watch the full episode, but uh, how does she like? How does she get the info again? So she ends up using the force. Uh, she she calms herself down. She be tr- she tries to blend in, mm. and she hears the conversations. She hears. She goes, walks around the room, puts her shoulder and listens to the folks that are talking about death. Like, well, she hears it through the force first. She hears death or in in Florum. So she goes over, kind of nonchalantly really badly nonchalantly just sits there and tries to listen and the two that are talking end up like they catch on and they end up pulling blasters at her and then here comes good old Plo Koon draws his lightsaber and I was like I thought to myself Jedi business go back to your dreams <laughs> yeah go back instantly <laughs> I love that that's one of my favorite lines in, in Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. um, uh, so uh, everybody starts pulling their blasters because you know two Jedi lightsabers. We we got them out, man. And then Ahsoka's like, "Here, Republic credits on the ground. It's on the house." And they all go <laughs> scattering, like, "Oh, hey, two Jedi that's, were here with their lightsabers drawn. Oh, there's so money. Good. There's money. <laughs> Let's go get it. Come on." Thoughts on that whole thing of her using the Force and trying to blend in but not really blend in. I'd say it's a great learning moment for Ahsoka, where it's like, yeah, okay, maybe you should learn from other sources besides Anakin, because uh, <laughs> as we've seen Ahsoka, you need to learn that like Anakin, I don't even like he's he's a teacher, but he doesn't even have it all together. <laughs> no, not at all. So yeah, it was good to see her. Like I, again, I love like the use uses of the forces like that. You know, like not like mm-hmm. big show, but you know, like using it like you know intuition, knowledge, defense, stuff like that. I thought that was really yeah. cool, and I I love. Also, I'm a big fan of like you know throw money to cause a scene, and like what better like place than like, you know a CD cantina? Like yep. ah, credits. Yep. Yeah. Republic credits did do fine right. here. <laughs> <laughs> M, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I love the, I love how, like, Ahsoka, it, it, that whole thing is, like, how much it reveals about her character, you know, like, about the fact that, um, you know, like that Malik said, it's very subtle, and, and, and she can be like that, you know, the way that she uses the Force, but then she takes a page from Anakin's book, and does a big flashy thing in order (laughs) to make a clean getaway, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. like her versatility, and like yeah, and, but that's yeah. probably one of the reasons why she's still alive when we see her in Rebels, right? She's yeah, a survivor. She's... Yep, dang straight. Um, and and Plo Koon goes, "You could you 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 couldn't have been more subtle." 
And she's like, what? I tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> she's just like Anakin Jr. <laughs> like, legit. She's like, I tried. What do you want me to do? Yeah. It's like, who's hard on am I again? <laughs> this is hard for me. Okay. God. What do you expect? <laughs> what, Dad? I can't just love you. No. Um, so then we go back uh, to Florum. Aura tries to get Hondo to join, and he's like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I know you're crazy in yep. more than one way. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and he declines. And Aura's like, okay, whatever. And so they, well, back to the, I missed something here. So Plo Koon and Ahsoka find out they're on Florum. They go to Florum. Um, Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life dot com slash audio. They're... Aura and Hondo are warned that they're well. Boss warned that there's a Jedi uh, starfighter coming in. Yeah, and Aura and Boba get prepared, and Hondo greets them. I believe, if yes. I remember correctly, mm-hmm. this he's like, "Hey, hey, don't arrest me, though." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's like, I, like, I remember, I'm helping you. Remember, I'm, I did yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I did nothing wrong here. Yeah. Uh, so the Jedi, uh, so Ahsoka and Plo Koon show up. Um, Plo Koon goes and sits in front. Sits. Can, can, can I also just say? Yes, I, I, oh, think, I, I love the connection of that. That because like the one hundred fourth Plo's like Plo's battalion, their main thing is crisis relief. They come mm-hmm. in and they save people. And I like that. That I like that. There's that parallel, that connection that Plo Koon wants to go in because he actually wants to try to save Boba from himself. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that little tidbit. You know, like again, there's re- like, and that's why we see the the um. The 104 when they save the Torgrudas later on the slate in the Nigerian arc. Again, like that's why I love the fact that Plo Koon's just like, no, I'm gonna try to save this kid from himself. He's making a dumb mistake. Oh know? my gosh. He, he is so paternal. Yeah, like, it's, it's so like an extension of his paternal nature. Papa right? Plo. Papa yeah. Plo. He wants to be everyone's papa, like even by yeah. the pets. Then yeah. then the, again, he was almost back, but he <laughs> yeah. did but you know, <laughs> it's we got you know, I'm still happy we got Luke, but oh what could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they come in, 
and uh, they have like a sit down, don't they? Yeah, they have a sit down, and he's like, "This could go one or two ways." And and or I was like, "Oh, I don't think it's gonna work out." And Boba comes up behind Plo Koon, and Plo Koon works his magic. He says, uh, "I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, this isn't like really think about what you're about to do." Yeah, Boba. and obviously he's not able to do Boba. He thinks he struggles with that immaturity. Just like, yeah. M, you really knocked it out of the park with that because that's really true. He struggles and aura yeah. ends up, uh, distract. Well, actually, so Ahsoka comes up from behind. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Same captures, cra- captures, uh, aura for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And aura pushes a, is it a bomb or is it a a like a I can't remember because Boba throws a bomb from what I remember. Hold on, let's just look at the Wikipedia because <laughs> I could have looked at it earlier. <laughs> um, so Florum Aura tries to extract ransom. Okay, yes, so she tries to extract the ransom from the Jedi, and uh, she says she's holding two saw hostages in two different locations. Um, they will be executed if by, by Bosk if they haven't heard anything. And Bosk actually yeah. says that to the hostages yeah. when they're there. Um. Uh. So both sides uh spring their traps. Boba holding a blaster to Coon's head. Yep. And uh, uh, Ahsoka destroys Aura's comlink and holds a lightsaber to her throat. Yeah. The bounty hunters. All they say is the bounty hunters managed to escape. Uh, to make a diversion and escape. Uh-huh. But as Aura is escaping, Plo Koon uses the force and pulls uh, Boba in. And Boba says, Aura, Aura, Aura. And that's that's when it flips. That's when it's, okay, she's not really here for me. Yep. She's not, she's out for her own skin. Just yep. like the typical bounty hunter. Most typical bounty hunters, I should yes. say. It would have been it would have been cool with this arc with this moment day if Aura showed up in Book of Boba, but we now know that Tobias Beckett took care of her. Mm, yeah, this is well, very true. I will say a, a fall is a very open and open ended death. Always, in Wars, as we see. So you know, like, yes, to, yeah. Tobias Beckett killed her, but you know, like as you said, the fall killed her. But again, like, <laughs> as we see in Star Wars, just because you fall don't mean you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Four so, times, you guys. Four times. Yeah, four times. That's why I'm convinced. <laughs> That's why I'm convinced. I'm convinced Phasma's still alive. Uh- <laughs> Don't you dare say Mace Window. Oh Don't. no. <laughs> that motherfucker is dead. He's the only one that didn't come back. Yeah. Because, like, no. yeah, no, like you can't take a full force lightning blast from Palpatine and like survive a fault. No, he's gone. There's no way you don't get hit in midair by a by a speeding yeah. past speeder. Yes. I, I feel or like Coruscant for Christ's sake. I feel That's like right. ev- I feel like every time we talk, like you're we're gonna have a Mace Windu episode, it's gonna turn into Luke like hating Mace Windu. It's not hate. It's it's well, below dis- hate. Intense <laughs> dislike. dislike. Intense dislike. You like that it one better? Is, yes. That's I'm not a hateful, vengeful person. Okay. The Some Jedi people, way, I dig it. Some people might disagree with you, but that's their certain point of view. I, I got you. I got you. Anyway, um, so uh, Ahsoka goes in pursuit. Uh, Aura gets on the speeder. Uh, Plo Koon interrogates. Well, doesn't really interrogate. He talks to Boba. 
Um, and he very gets, loudly, Boba, where are they? Yeah, yeah, Boba, where are they? They will die if you don't tell me. And uh, he, he, Boba comes to his senses and knows that he, he's not going to get out of this if he doesn't help, and that he's ultimately doing the right thing. And Plo Koon, with his Papa Plo Koon wisdom, gets him to tell, uh, gets him to tell him that there are two, that there, there's. The location, uh, Ahsoka still following uh, Aura, uh, gets the comm link from Plo Koon. Plo Koon says she's trying to get you to go that way. Go to these coordinates, and Ahsoka is like, "Okay," goes there. Uh, Bosk hasn't heard from Aura, so he's about ready to shoot. In comes Ahsoka, kicks his ass, saves them. Then here comes Aura, coming out of nowhere. Uh. Blows up the bikes. She manages to get on the fire spray, take off. Ahsoka jumps on top of the fire spray, cuts one of the wings. We see it do a tail spin or a, or a vertical spin, land and crash. Well, crash land. And we're th- and we are we're supposed to take that as she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> ha. If I don't see a body, she ain't dead. It's Star Wars. Yeah. So that's the number one rule in TV shows, general. If we didn't see a body hit the floor, they ain't dead. Yeah. They ain't dead. Um, so uh, the final scene is Boba and Boss being in custody on Coruscant. They take him in. I love that they become best friends. Like, you mess with Boba, you mess, mess with, with me. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Boba apologizes for the destruction that he caused, but insists he will never forgive Mace for killing Jango. And that was a deep, deep, deep cut. To which Mace says, eh, you're going to have to. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy prison, yeah! kid. <laughs> yeah. Not even. No remorse. That's on you, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I get it. It's Boba, but come on. You're supposed that to be was... a Jedi. You're supposed to be selfless. You're supposed to care. <laughs> <laughs> that was strange to me that like Boba is clearly like a disturbed, just like you know, like yes. he's going through a lot. Like, all right, prison with the adults. <laughs> like, yes, right. dude, um, skip juvie. You go straight with the adults. Straight to big boy jail. <laughs> I'm like, um, the kid needs counseling, guys. Yeah, just like all the Jedi that weren't in the High Republic could have kept the Jedi counselors. Thank you. Anyway, that's it for the episode. That's it for the arc. Guys, what episode rankings? Uh M, I'm gonna start with you. So we've got Youngling Bad. I, I know we're not gonna put it in Youngling to, to Jedi Knight. <laughs> no. It's gonna yeah, be no. it's I gonna would... be Jedi Master to Grandmaster. Yeah, I'm giving it a Jedi Master. It like like we've said, you know, it's a great sort of emotional exploration of where Boba is, where he comes from, his motivations, yeah. you know, and it does the great character work with Anakin and R2. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that the final episode is a bit more actiony and it doesn't yes. sort of delve into those emotional issues as much. If they had done more character work, I would have given it a Grandmaster. But See, as it is, it gets a Jedi Master. For a me. lot of there's not going to be a ton of arcs that get a Grandmaster. But paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family. If something were to happen to me, 
the mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Sorry. What? Um, Sorry. Um, um, hold on. Oh, CJ Mandalore. But I'm playing my cards way too quick down the line. We've still got a ton of episodes to get through. Um, Malik? Oh man, I'm actually not too sure about that. Cause like, part of me wants to give it a grandmaster because it, it is just like I just enjoy it so much. But again, like again, I'm also a big like character work guy. I love character driven stories, and like yeah, that that last one does get very like okay, it's the big action set piece. Uh, mm, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Jedi Masters. Again, it's so good. It's so cool to see young Boba and to expand upon his character, much like the Clone Wars did for Maul. It expands yes. upon like who Boba is. We get the more of a ch- uh, idea of who Boba is, and, and it adds better context and enhances watching the OG trilogy and now Book of Boba Fett. Now that we know what Boba's been through and like where he and, like you know where he'll end up, and uh, it's it, 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 again like it's cool watching him like you know get his foothold for all the bounty hunters and everyone. Uh, it's great seeing boss cause boss is just great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's a really strong arc. This is where clone wars was. Really this is like clone wars was like Rocky. It was, it was an S show season one, but season two is like, okay, this is when the show is like, all right, we got some, we got, we're, we're cooking with gas now. I we're doing something special now. Yeah. I'm giving it a Jedi master. For all the reasons that everybody stated, it, it shows Boba at a at a vulnerable point that we don't really get to see in the OT. We don't get to really dive into his character until now. Um, but uh, I, I'd have to say it's a, a Jedi Master. Nice. And now time for the three interesting facts. Did oh, you get them? Boy, yeah, I got them. I guess I, I have to read those. Yeah, it's it. You're you're the co-host. All right, I, I did it. I did it. I did it two weeks ago. 
I'm 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 the proper char you, variant now. All yeah, right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, you are the proper char variant. Here we go. Let's see if I can do char, emulate char. Um, three interesting facts about certain Clone Wars arc. You did. No, I'm just gonna talk about <laughs> me. You didn't know uh, until now. Part seven, Boba the Boba Fett arc. Uh, fact one: a reference to Legends in the R2D2 Come Home episode. There was a briefing at the Jedi Temple that involves Jedi Master Plo Koon. He mentions the Hydean Hi Way, which is a hyperspace trade route from Legends. Uh. Uh, fact two, uh, fun finally, L-A-T, also in the R2 Come Home episode. We see Plo Koon and the wolf pack accompany him. The nose art from the L-A-T, are, they are in, says, Plo's bros. I said that one. Uh, <laughs> fact three, a mirror to Darth Vader. In the lethal trackdown episode, we see Anakin Skywalker pose and stare out of the window. This is exactly like the one Anakin does in Revenge of the Sith and what Darth Vader does in Empire Strikes Back when he uh, communicates with Luke at the end of the movie. Huh. No. Cool. And those are three interesting facts about a Clone Wars arc. That so um a little background. So Char has a running like his niche on TikTok is three interesting facts about a certain Star Wars character that you didn't know until now. Right. And so now him being my co-host, we 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 started this a couple of weeks ago with the arc and he finds different little facts and he puts them in. And he it. finds things and whatnot. Very cool. Um, Star Wars news, guys. What were your thoughts on Book of Bubba? You go. You go first. <laughs> um, I want to hear since we've talked so much Boba. I want your thoughts on uh, on on what we got. Like, were you what what were your overall thoughts? Were you happy with it? Were you satisfied? Were you what were your feelings? I feel like it's obviously building towards something. Okay. I mean, it's very significant. I mean, I, okay, well, for one thing, I mean, it was obvious that there was a lot of utilitarian things happening in this episode. Like, we had to go to the sanctuary and meet the people there, and that's obviously going to return later. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, like, we had, we sort of had to see the relationship dynamics between Fennec and Boba, you know, and, <clears throat> and they obviously were using other other things like it, it just it felt sort of like a chore like kind of like a chore to watch i think a lot of people are reacting negatively to it because they have to set a lot up with this episode like and just with the first handful of episodes you know mm -hmm. just because this is a new story but the problem is is it's like when we were doing mandalorian you know it was a lot easier to just jump into the story because they knew that people wouldn't necessarily have preconceived notions. Like we yeah. hadn't met Dinjarin before. Yeah. There wasn't all this cultural baggage on this character. You mm -hmm. know, they just kind of had this sandbox and they could play in it. And so the first episode felt really fresh and it also felt like, okay, you know, like, um, you know, you're just kind of, you're just jumping on the toboggan and like wherever it goes is where it goes. But mm -hmm. the book of Boba Fett has all of this weighty expectation on it. And with, especially with, I feel like with the marketing that they, that they did prior to the show, they kind of have made a choice to play with the fact that there's expectation and mm -hmm. engage with it, you know, rather than just being like, oh, we're just going to tell the story that we want to tell and like screw the audience, you know, which is a choice that some writers make and some creative teams make. I feel like they're counting on like part of the fun of this show is like, you already know this guy and mm -hmm. you already have mm -hmm. expectations and you already think he's a badass. So it's like, oh, okay. So I guess we have to show him being a badass. You know, it's like, gotcha. and then it feels, but then, 
you know, and for some people, it's going to be like, oh, that's that this is great. This is exactly what I came for. You know, like I wanted mm-hmm. to make myself a bowl of oatmeal and they're giving me a bowl of oatmeal. This is great. You know? Yeah. And other people are going to be like, this is fucking boring. Like, <laughs> you know, because yeah. because it's like and those are people where when they engage with stories, they want novelty. They want the unexpected. You know, they're not always going to stories for things that they find like comforting, reassuring, and that reinforce what they already think or what they already believe, you know? So I think that I feel like, you know, you have this creative team that's trying to play with the fact that there's already expectations and there's already familiarity. And Mm -hmm. for some people it's working and for other people it's not working. Gotcha. (laughs) But I, I'm not writing anything off yet. You know, like I always say, like more Star Wars is always good Star Wars to me. You know, like I always, I always come to every Star Wars property with an attitude of being open to the stories that, you know, the writers want to tell me and I, I trust them, you know, like they've always had such great creatives working on these properties and yeah, like I'm, I'm open to whatever they want to give me. I, it's yeah. not the most exciting thing in the world yeah. to me. Like, you know, I wasn't particularly tickled or like, you know, surprised by anything, mm-hmm. but you know, who knows when that girl shows up on her hover bike, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, maybe there'll be fireworks. She, she's, she, she's not a dark, she's not a, she's no, she's not a dark Jedi. <laughs> that's a, fine i i, I don't, I don't need, need her jedi, to be I, I agree I don't, yeah I don't need dark, dark force user that's what they're called they're not dark jedi they're dark yeah force exactly user. i'm oh sorry that don't, was a, don't that was, get me started that was a on... snappy thing for me to say like i that was my canon my canonicity just coming out and just being don't like... get me started on <sighs> the way people conflate force user with jedi because <laughs> they are not the same thing oh there it goes <laughs> there, 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 there goes my, uh, there goes my great Jedi theory. Can oh. oh, don't even say <laughs> Stop it, Malik. Jedi. There's no uh, such thing as a great Jedi. Sorry. I know, Malik. I, I know. Oh, I, I absolutely loved it because uh, one thing I really wanted from this was that just like I really wanted um Boba, like I wanted to go into who Boba is as a man. And like what makes him tick, and from the get go they do that. You know, like he has the dream thing. We see Camino. We see him holding his father's helmet. And, you know, we see the Starlight fit. I did not expect him to do the Starlight fit. That was horrifying. My yeah, God, it was very it was gross. Straight yeah. out of a horror movie. I was like, we I were, loved we it. Were, we were trying to loved eat our dinner it. while we were watching, it, and I was like, this was a poor choice. I was like, <laughs> and like he's, and he can't stand too because it's like, oh, because it's so like, oh, it, was, it just got me. Uh, but like, yeah, um, I actually have a crazy theory. That one Tuscan in the black robes that he fights, I think that's gonna be a Knight of Ren. Cause the the robes look very yes. similar to one of the Knights of Ren. And the fact that Tuscan looks unhappy what by the fact that Boba's a, doing like better in the Ren. tribe. Like, yeah, like I I could like I could see like maybe like that Tuscan gets like excommunicated or something, and then like they come and then like Ren shows up and takes him. Like that would be sick. Would but be- um yeah, that's my be Cardo, because Cardo's the only one that's non-human. Yeah, that's true. Again, we don't know. So, like, I so I also have another theory. I think that the girl is gonna turn out to be that little Tuscan, like that, like that they um uh, that they see, because like Aww. don't because don't like they take because they in Legends they take off like the Tuscan's mask and it's and like hum- um and it's like it's human but with like a lot of tattoos. Am I correct? Well, that's in Kenobi. 
right? Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or there was a Tuscan Jedi as well in Legends. Mm. Again, I'm I'm not too sure, but I remember there was some I story where like they took don't it off. Mess with the Legends. The only thing that I've ever <laughs> read is Plagueis, and that's all I probably will touch. Gotcha. But like, my... I, but like, if they are going that route where the Tuscans do just look human with tattoos, I I, I do believe that that like that girl on the bike. I think she might be like the young Tuscan because it's enough. It's enough of a time skip because what that's it's four years after he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah like if and that's my again, I I am I am completely okay with being wrong. I, I'm not gonna throw his my theories wrong, but like that's just that's the fun of making theories. You know, you could be wrong, could be right. It's fun seeing how it turns out. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Can't wait to see more of it. I like the fact that actually Boba takes L after L in this episode, oh, yeah. which I actually it quite like. Is you know? Ass kicked. Can't get can't get properly paid. It's like he's like I'm the crime lord. Why don't they pay me? <laughs> like oh, the fact you know, like they, they they the shield dudes really take him out. The fact that he gets like he takes a few scrapes and he's like I need to get to the back. To, it's like I need it now. It's like oh like oh like his yeah. It's 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 very. I can't I can't wait to see the rest of Book of Boba. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Book of Boba is gonna be good. Um, but um, I'm gonna be an absolute menace when Kenobi comes out. <laughs> That's fine. The only thing that I am not looking forward to about Kenobi is that it will take place on Tatooine. <laughs> he's leaving Tatooine. He better. No, he's going. No, I okay, don't but want him to leave Tatooine. Stop it, Malik. All right, stop it. Okay, so he has to leave Tatooine because it doesn't make sense for canonically that Vader shows up to Tatooine. He doesn't like to go to Tatooine. It brings back memories. He hates sand. That's the most important part. He hates sand. He does hate but sand. He, he, that's why they hid Luke there. Because he knew because they knew Vader would never go there because it brings back memories of his mother, brings back mm. memories of Padme, brings back the failures that he that he couldn't save her. And the only way Obi-Wan gets off of Tatooine is if he is a found out by an inquisitor mm. or b the other child is in trouble mm. 
And I think because they did, there were rumors that they cast a young Leia. So there is a possibility of him trying to save Leia. That's how you get him off Tatooine. And that's how you get the scene of Vader either taking his mask off or getting the mask taken off yeah, of him. Yeah, you keep bringing this and, up. <laughs> and, and we get to see Hayden's burning face. Yeah, but and you, like, see the yeah. Re- you see the Honestly, yellow eyes. Yeah, what a ways to like actually get Hayden back and just keep him in the suit the whole time. Oh, I think we're probably going to see him in the back, though. That will be the biggest L in my entire life. Well, again, we know he's trying for Ahsoka, so, you know, you definitely will see his face in some form. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Um, I love that, man. A little a little High Republic before we go. Um, uh, Five days! Uh, how much is this, this book going to hurt? A lot. Like, it's like the Mike, it's like the Michael Scott. Oh, this is going to hurt, hurt like, like a, a motherfucker. Mother- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like I, uh, all those writers the, give us is pain. I get I, so the book comes out the day before my birthday. My, the, so the second episode actually uh, of Book of Boba airs on my birthday. So we will be doing a watch along while it's my birthday. So that 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 watch along nice. is going to be fun. <laughs> um, but like when I get that book on audio, I, I I'm not going to get the hardcover uh, right away because I pre ordered it from Amazon, but it doesn't get here till like. Later in the day, I will be listening to it. I don't care. I will be listening to it, and I will be bawling the entire time. I'm I'm debating whether or not to could just order on Amazon so it could be delivered to me, or actually go to Barnes Noble and get my copy because um, Barnes Noble has that poster where like the one side it's Stellan, it's Stellan Geos, it's Orla Jereni, it's Bell Zetifer, it's Indira Stokes. And Buryaga, yeah, standing. It's the cover of them sitting in like the burning starlight. And the other, it's the who will survive. And it's all the higher public characters like Avar, Chris, Lula Talasola, Orla, like Stellan, um, Buckets of Blood. It's Yoda. It's everyone. And Starlight Beacons on Fire in in the middle of them. Like Elzar's on it. I'm like, oh my God. I swear to God, Claudia Gray, if you kill Buryaga, we're gonna have freaking problems. Yeah, we'll riot. Dude, so, you touch the goddamn only Wookiee that is a Jedi, there will be riots in, in this era. era. So yes. my my worry is that Claudia Claudia is gonna kill Orla Jereni because Orla is my favorite Jedi right now. Because Claudia made Orla. Orla is Claudia's character. Yeah. She debuted into the Dark Claudia's book. So yeah. I'm really worried that Claudia's like, I brought her into this galaxy. I'm gonna take her out now. Like Claudia, please no. I love the wasting your concept that she's my favorite Jedi in this era. Please don't do it, Claudia. The real question is who do we who do we like if we had to play death the death pool the deadpool who are you taking um, for sure death in this book skier um okay. from the higher the Trandoshan from the higher public comic uh because we know that they will be on starlight um because mm. the comic will tie in uh elzar as well <laughs> i think i think elzar i think elzar and bell are gone it's gonna hurt, and it, but but Avar, Avar is going. I, I Malik put this in my head. I, it's Malik's idea. 
I think Avar's El, gonna El, turn. Elzar, El, yeah, Elzar uh, dies, and that causes uh, Avar to fall to the dark side. That was a theory I had. Because uh, I don't know if you guys have been reading oh, the comics. I want to see, like, yeah, see that. Avar has been getting a lot more violent and a lot, well, not violent, but like a lot more like angrier and yeah. more like dis and, like disagreeing with the council. Like she is not on happy terms with Jedi Council right now. And here's the kicker. This is how it all goes down. Elzar dies. She turns. The only person that can put that can put her down or kill her, Stellan. That... Stellan has to be the one to put her to, to take her down, and that is what is going to break our hearts. That is going to be Claudia Gray destroying us. That's how it's going to happen. I'm calling it. Stella, because it's, they're the they're the triangle. We're causing they like actual we're causing actual emotional distress here. I feel like sorry, am, <laughs> but like that's how it's gonna happen. Like Claudia, I need, I need my emotional support, Falcon. There you go. <laughs> I, need, I have my bear. I have my bear here, who I have actually named Burry. Hold Aww, on, I love him. <laughs> he's too far away. My cocker spaniel. I named him Chewy. He has a, the chandelier <laughs> and everything. But like, Sweet. yeah, it's it's like my God, the higher public man. I'm very curious because like, so Fallen Star comes out next week. Then the week after, it's the Martian Row comic, Eye of the Storm, which explains yeah. Martian's origin. So like, that's right. again, like that. So like, it's crazy that that that's that's like literally like the next week. Like we're getting do that. We, it's like oh, crap. do we think Martian Row? Well, okay, I think he's force sensitive. I don't know if he's force sensitive. I think he is. Why didn't the leveler? Why didn't why didn't the leveler go after him then? Because he is a, he's got a hair. I, I, I think he's, he is connected with the Sith somehow. Because the Sith are, the Sith are always in the background. <laughs> they are. Yes, they are. They, they could have, they, and you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they set up the Nihil. They're like, hey, we can't destroy these people. Like, let's let these guys deal with it. Just. <laughs> ramp it and then we can do stuff from the back end well i mean if you think about it strategically i mean the fact that there are only two sith so yes. if you want to be able to have a lot of power and influence you would need to outsource fair enough which again palpatine does that with two armies and causes a war <laughs> <laughs> and well and it also helps the sith take over because they I think they learn from the Nihil and they'll learn from the other things in the next waves that they the general the, the, the Jedi are vulnerable they aren't all knowing uh, they they can't be defeated and this yeah. is just the beginning the Nihil is just the beginning yep we're gonna get we have, way we bigger have, and harder we have, uh, harder we have two phases. more we have two more phases we have a show a video game is less said about that, the better. Um, and, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I yeah. Black Ed Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, it's, uh, it's, and, but like, yeah, it's like, um, it's again, there's so much coming on the pipeline. Again, I, we've got two phases Trial of the Jedi, Quest of the Jedi, and again, like, we've got to see how it all phases. I like Charles Soul. Um, I'm not Charles Soul. Daniel Jose Older said he accidentally sent the ending to Wave One to his realtor agent. He was like, "Hope she's not a Star Wars fan." That's too funny. Well, <laughs> email. Oopsie. Whoops. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was not meant for you. Oh man. Yeah, it's just like I also like I love the higher public is giving me like so much again. I, I that's why I got the higher public tattoo on my arm. 
That's it's like beautiful. It's, it's, That's it's awesome. given me so much in like between representation, yes. so many new friends. Because like the higher mm-hmm. public is what kind of what drove me to seek out other Star Wars fans. Because I was kind of on my own. Like I want to talk to other people about this, you know, and let me do you know like Chaco and and by proxy like you guys and everything. And and it's just like it's it's such a beautiful era in Star Wars right now. And then, like I'm Agreed. so ex- I'm so excited to see like where Wave One ends. I love it honestly. I mean, everyone like bests on Brian and I because we are like very skeptical of the Jedi. But the thing is like. We're skeptical of the Jedi in the era in which we originally met them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's like the High Republic, like I've said this so many times, like the High Republic from the very beginning, it shows the potential of the Jedi or what the Jedi could be, or you know, if they had been, their yeah. heads on straight. There's- you know, like it shows like their heroism and their nobility and the just the the best things that people are capable of when they have access to this you know mystical power of the force you know it's like it's like the best of humanity the absolute like purest jedi moment for me in higher public is bell's free fall and he tells the girl she's not alone that to me is like exactly the definition of of what a jedi is and i love it so much literally like it's literally like for all my spider-verse fans it's a what's up danger moment from like into the spider-verse because like it's so good but like oh my god i'm I'm so scared for bell because he literally gets traumatized at the end of every book (laughs) so i'm like oh poor bell uh but like, ah, uh, but I've just this. It's this era. There's so much love about it. Again, and like, and all the creators are great. Like Claudia Gray, D. D- Older, Charles Soule, Kevin Scott, Justine Ireland, all just like fantastic and amazing people. Yes, wonderful, and like, and like, wonderful. they're so open and so interactive with the fan base. They literally yeah. like talk to everyone. They like retweeting like literally everything. It's just like, oh, yeah. it's just it's such a beautiful era for Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, and we had the immense pleasure of having Justine Ireland. On nice. It's just I, truly a wonderful experience. I have been telling this guy and several of our friend groups yep. read Test of Courage. Stop yep. sleeping on the young readers' books. Yep. They are yep. really good. Yep. Test yep. of Courage is Vanestra's debut. Read it. <laughs> Vanestra, Vanestra is a very interesting character because yeah. I I did I did listen. I did finally listen to it. Really good, really, really good because it builds on the connection between her and Emery. Emery, and and just like for her to be so young and to take on a Padawan at such a young age that had never been done before. The moment she like cracks his um, she like cracks yes. his lightsaber with the whip. I yes. freaked the hell out so hard. Yes. I was like, oh my god, because she duels him and then like his lightsaber is like active now. He's a little more resolute, and then like he beast him and he crawls into the whip. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, High Republic. High Republic is great. I... That, the connective tissue, because at the end of that book, when they leave, they run into Skier and um, Keith Trennis, and he's like, "Yeah, yep. we're on Sheridan," and you can see them on Sheridan in the comic. Like it's all yeah. connected. Yeah, <laughs> I being the the inclusive what the High Republic is bringing for others is just the best part. And it's 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 different for me because I guess I'm uh, I'm I don't have the troubles that others do, and it's 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 great. Um, 
but I I'm all for inclusive inclusivity. I because Star Wars is for everybody. We should not be gatekeeping uh, just because just because the, the skin of our color, who we love, anything like that. Star Wars is about connecting people, not bringing people apart. Yep. And I think that's that's the best way that the High Republic is doing it right now. So, and with that, guys, that's going to be an episode. Um, M, where can the good people follow you and your content? And get her on TikTok now so that we can hear more <laughs> of her thoughts, please. <laughs> I, I do have TikTok and I have a TikTok account, but it's secret. And I don't oh, use it. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I don't use TikTok. I'm old, you guys. I'm an old. So that doesn't mean that you. <laughs> No, we're gonna. Don't worry. After the stream's over, we're gonna. We're gonna. Look at him such a make it. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be secret anymore to us. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok makes me feel like like Grandpa Simpson. Like I just want <laughs> to yell at a cloud. I just like, like. I love. What are you? <laughs> it's it's like that bit. It's like that bit from the Big Sea Greens that looks at him like, well, I'm old enough. I'm too old for the internet now. It's bound to happen someday. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, for the parts of the internet that I'm not too old for, you can find me on Twitter at Hutzleya, H-U-T-T-S-L-E-I-A. Yes, it is a pun on Hutzleya. Um, you can also find the Pink Milk uh, podcast and YouTube streaming show. We are live every Friday at 1030 Eastern Time. You can find our channel at YouTube.com slash C slash Pink Milk podcast. And the Audio version is on all of your podcatchers on Mondays, Mondays and Wednesdays. Awesome. Oh, and of course, ship who you want. All ships are valid. Dang straight. <laughs> Dang straight. Malik, where can the good people follow you? Oh, my God. Well, in your back alley, um, just, you know, just hanging with the dude in the trench coat. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> partly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you can find me on the Ha! It's a podcast. My my favorite what my podcast where we talk about all types of manner of like weird and raunchy and awesome things. Uh, we actually just had our uh, New Year's special. We just recorded it and uh, we just go through all of our favorite moments about the podcast. And uh, I also go on a rant about a, uh, I, I go on a rant about like a writer. I hate, I won't mention his name, but you know, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, again, uh, you can find that on wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Mu Apple podcast, um, the dumpster, uh, <laughs> you know, all those, all the, all those great places. Uh, I'm on TikTok, the Jedi smart currently on the road to 1000. I just hit the halfway yes. point. So, you know, yes, trucking along, go. I'm going to get there oh, eventually. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Uh, again, both of you, thank you, and thank you to Brent. Uh, I'm gonna. Brandon oh yeah, you should plug, plug, plug. You should plug uh, Brendan stuff. No, oh wait, Brandon. no, you're, you're. I'm sorry, you already plugged it before he left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can follow us at the Pod Ones Pod on uh Instagram. You can follow us at the Pod Ones Podcast on TikTok, and at Pod Ones on Twitter. Um, and for everyone here, I'd like to thank everybody that came into the chat. I know we had. They fly now also tonight, so you had to juggle between us and them. We appreciate you all for coming in. Uh, M, you are always welcome to come on. Like, Great. this was the best episode. It, it, I've had the most fun, uh, not only with just you. Malik's always, always, always. Can't get rid fun. of me, apparently, or they have no. me here under arrest. 
Uh, we have him under. We no, we have him under contract. That's what it is. <laughs> I I signed a contract. When? <laughs> um, we will not discuss this live on stream. Jedi mind trick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We will sign this contract. You are altering the deal. I pray you don't alter any further. <laughs> further. Yeah. But uh, guys, thanks for coming. Thanks for. Uh, I, I will give you back your guys' nights, uh, and uh, may the force be with you. Peace out. Bye. Pete after portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.